Hey, folks, sorry about last week. It was actually a pretty good episode last week. I, think. I agree. I think. Well, we, I, I haven't I, given it a full listen yet, but it, I, I remember laughing a lot. I am personally <laughs> a big fan of the new Blumpkin and Kegel Adam and Eve commercial. Yeah, that, um, having re-listened to that... <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your exercise. Put the shovel down. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say kugel? I feel like you're getting off topic. <laughs> oh, it's like Blumpkin's <laughs> always trying to keep it in the lane. He's focused. He's focused. He's got a job to Kegel, do. Kegel's like Towley from South Park. He's a little high, and he just tends to, to randomly go off in some weird directions. Blumpkin has a job to do, and Kegel's, Kegel's a wild card. He's, a, he's, Charlie, he's Charlie Murphy, the wild card. Anyways, folks. Not Charlie uh, Murphy. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Kelly, the wild card. <laughs> Anyways, folks, on uh, what you're about to hear, episode 39, we watched... We, 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 we watched a movie, but we, I don't... This was the least we talked we've to, ever well, We discussed. talked about Olivia Munn. I'll give it that. We, she's the only thing that stands out about that film anyway. So. Yeah. We watched Office Christmas Party. It's a good it's movie. It's a good movie. It's not pod worthy. It's not pod worthy. We just had something it's a good in the back. Movie. Uh, we went everywhere on this one. We had everything. We got buttholes. We got... Uh, <laughs> we got buttholes. We got butthole we got, eating. We got sex stories. We've we got, got period. We got we Thanksgiving. We've got Aboriginal Thanksgiving. we got a little check-in with our guy, Takashi69. We did some Australian uh, stuff. Foobanga. We introduced... Mel Murda. <laughs> we introduced a new character. Ish. The uh, <laughs> low country boy, Cajun, who we, gets we lost do. in Australia. And we also had a return of... Uh, the the lewd Englishman and his servant, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, landed gentry who's a perv and his local. We uh, ended with Ivanka's emails. Lock her up. Lock that bitch up. <laughs> Is that too harsh? <laughs> no, no. I, I believe I called. Them I just the- use their language. <laughs> I, I'm I am embrace. I've said it. I'm embracing Trump's oh, yeah, America. When, I can. I'm when, a white male. I can say. <laughs> When somebody, All kinds of shitty things when now. When somebody on Facebook shared outrage a couple weeks ago over what Pete Davidson about the... <laughs> oh, the, the guy with the eye the patch. The guy with yeah. the eye patch. I just... I, I commented on the post and said, well, I like veterans who keep their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I like uninjured veterans. And, uh, and, and before the outrage could come back, I said, just keep in mind, I'm paraphrasing what your president mm-hmm. said. <laughs> yeah, I don't like war heroes who have been captured. Yeah, or get brain cancer. Yeah, no, I like I like war heroes who don't get captured, and I like war heroes who keep both their eyes. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I'm. It's, that's Trump twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. <laughs> Which sidebar? I didn't get a chance to talk about this, but did, we don't have to. Do, did you see the guy that got banned from Disney World for holding up the Trump twenty twenty sign while he was going down the magical mountain? <laughs> no. Now here's the best part about that, right? No big deal. They yeah. would have kicked anybody out and banned them for life because Disney World has a very strict policy. You can't campaign. You can't do any of that nonsense. You mm. can't be basically. You just can't be po- political. Yeah. I guess you could get away with a Trump shirt, but even then, they might ask you to take it off or leave or buy one of their forty dollar t shirts. Mm. But the best part about this was you could just look at this guy and you're like, yeah, you would, no money involved, definitely get down on that mushroom-headed Trump penis just for <laughs> just because you want to. Yeah. But the best part of the story is you know that subsect of people that are Disney crazies? Yeah. Like they go down to Disney World or Disneyland like yeah. 10 times a year. They want to own property on that old piece. Of, like yeah, it's they want to be part of the club. That you, right. Yeah. It's like they want to spend the night. 
don't the, understand. The t- I don't get it either, but I don't judge. We all have our things. But he was one of those. This is devastating to this individual. <laughs> he thought he would just be cool yeah. and have a nice, funny picture with his, or not even funny, but holding up his Trump 2020 campaign sign while he's mm-hmm. going down what might have been the highlight of his life every time he does it down that, down that ride. Yeah. And Disney just said, bye forever. <laughs> You're canceled. That you realize what that's like. That's like I went to a UGA game with a Beto O'Rourke shirt. Mm. They kick me out and say I'm never allowed back in Sanford Stadium. Mm. That's exactly what just happened to him. He just lost, he is a Disney fanatic that did something so fucking stupid. Yep. And he's never getting back in. And I fucking love it. I love it because, like, it was senseless and stupid. And yeah. no one in that park gives a shit about yeah. your political. No one brings their kid to Disney World to talk fucking politics. <laughs> and you thought, oh, I'm a grown adult who's kind of a fucking weirdo. Because I have nine this, Tweety Bird tattoos. I, yeah. I have Donald Duck on my ass cheek. <laughs> but you know what? All these kids here need to be need to be told yeah. about Trump 2020. Well, good job, dickhead. He must stay at home on the gay weekend. Yeah. Sidebar, we're going to Disneyland. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah, we got free Disneyland tickets when we go out to L.A. for Christmas. Cool. She'll be too small, but I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, she'll, she won't remember it. Yeah. Vivian's going to be like, what, 10 months old, but I'll have a good time. So You can put them. her in the arms of a dressed-up Mickey Mouse type Now, here's the question for you. I'm never probably ever going to be able to get back to Disneyland, ever. Yeah. Do I take a campaign sign and try to make national news? <laughs> <laughs> Better O'Rourke 2020? <laughs> Right? Because that's who I want to run. It's the only person I think stands a chance yeah. or at least makes it interesting. Yeah. Do I go down Space Mountain holding O'Rourke 20? Well, Space Mountain's dark on the inside, oh, so shit. don't do that's that right. We'll do the log ride. Yeah, do the log ride. Log ride's open. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it was an everywhere episode. Uh, Very much an everywhere We talked episode. a lot. Of, we, we traded recipes. Talked a lot about food. It's not... To be unexpected. Really shit on Thanksgiving, though. Shit on Thanksgiving. Told some good, some good Genesis Thanksgiving stories from from childhood. It's true. It's it's not a laugh out loud. It's not episode. shitty. It's not a bad episode. No. It's no thirty seven, no. but it's also no thirty eight. It's no thirty six. Yeah, we've had some stinkers. <laughs> it's an episode. <clears throat> it's a yeah. I I'm looking forward to hearing it, and I was participating <laughs> in it. So that's something. episode 37 was one of those ones where I would like tell a newcomer like, "Hey, eh, skip that one, go to 38." Mm-hmm. And on 39, be like, "Hey, eh, skip it, don't skip it, listen to half of it, <laughs> listen to Chop it half of it, yeah. break it into your week." It ain't a bad one. By the way, did you see we got a follow this week? A very interesting follow. Was it Riley Reed? No, that would have been we. Come on, I would have. We would have done a whole show devoted to talking about that. Yeah, no, it was uh, Barrett's ginger ale. Mm. I love Barrett's ginger ale. Oh, uh, it was this on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. But like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Where did Barrett's ginger? We've never. It's like we've tagged Barrett's. I, don't know. I mean, it's, like, Q... it's not like we had a night where we're like, it's fucking Moscow Mule night. I guess cue the Jeffersons theme song. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm just saying. Uh, Barrett's ginger ale started following us five, five, five days ago. Do a deluxe apartment inside. Anywho. <laughs> Anyways, this is a long enough intro. Enjoy episode 39. Uh, don't forget to email us at tptopod <clears throat> at gmail.com. Don't forget to do your anal kegels. <laughs> Rate, review, like, comment, share, all those things on iTunes. 
<laughs> if you leave an iTunes review, we will read it on the pod. We just need to see that happen. And don't forget to head on over to our good friends at adamandeve.com. Use promo code TPTOPOD at checkout. You'll save 50% off any one item. You'll get three free adult DVDs, a free mystery gift, and free shipping on your whole order. Christmas is coming up. It's the perfect time of year to buy that... That dill of your dreams. dill of your dreams or the machine that imitates butthole licking if you want to try that out. (laughs) Sky's the limit. Go for it. So get into it. Don't hold back. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy your, I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. You'll have heard this after the fact. It's now Christmas time. Yeah. Once Thanksgiving's over. Christmas in Dixie. We're racist as fuck. God, I hate, of all the songs you hear, yeah. you know, the only one I hate more is the Mariah Carey one. And I really don't dislike the song. I just yeah. get tired of hearing it five times a day. The worst Christmas song. Is the John Lennon So This Is Christmas song. Get out of it. The worst. That is the worst one. I would rather listen. I would listen to that until my ears bleed. No. I would listen to that until my ears bleed before I'd listen to the Alvin and Chipmunk one. No. When you get to the end of that song, it's just it's just children singing it's in joy. Terrible. You just don't like. So this is Christmas. <laughs> why, why does your John Lennon sound like fucking Randy Newman invaded this? So this is Christmas. I I've never liked John Lennon. I think he's a hack music writer. I think his songs are corny, and I hate that fucking song. I would listen to the Paul McCartney having a wonderful Christmas time a thousand times before. Wonderful the, Christmas time. Let's get let's wrap this up. You're, you're, <laughs> They're all shitty. Can we agree to that? Like, they're just all shitty. Nah, I kind of like the Mariah Carey Does Wu-Tang have a Christmas song? That would be dope. That would be dope. I like Jingle Bell Rock. Who's that? It's an old one. Oh, that's from Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. If it was in the Home Alone soundtrack, it's good. Hmm. Okay. Rockin' around. No, I know the song. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. WFUCK. He's always getting skip medaver drop. Have a good one. Happy Thanksgiving. Holla. You should definitely start recording. Oh, you did. Good job. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't take it. I mean, if I take a big dump before I go to bed, I don't say, like, I need to take a shower because Leah's going to wake up and be so unhappy that my butthole this gets back to what we talked about no 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 let me finish when we talked about me and Brent have an idea GV and I well it was actually just GV to build a little a little uh, kind of like a a shower cap a shower cap for your dick and balls for your your dick and balls so like you go you take a poop Uh and remember like in the mornings when you're when you're ornery or the word is actually similar to ornery but I'm like, eh, let me go run and yeah. clean farting or or I had what I as discussed, the massive poo yeah. at 1130 before bedtime. That's right. So yeah. in this case, what I would do is take the Dick and Balls 5000, the shower curtain and just put it on the junk while you poop. take a poop. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Do what good yeah, humans do. It's cinched at the end. So yeah. It's 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 got an elasticity to it. That way there's no. There's no, because I mean, something that drives my sister-in-law insane because she's very poop sensitive is when I point out. Legion. When you fart, there are shit particles coming out well, that's of your what, ass and we, they're in If the you air. smell a fart, you're, you're smelling taking shit in poop particles. particles. Yeah. 
yeah. God forbid we have like new listeners. Yeah, this is that not are, that have come on board for like the last four. <laughs> And they're like, Jesus, do all these people talk about a shit? I've, I've been listening since episode 34, and it's just nonstop shit stories. Episode 34, poop heavy? No, but there's been a well, lot we, of Well, I let out for 34, we talked about my doo-doo stories. You, and then I tried to act like I don't yeah. want to talk about doo-doo stories anymore, even though it was my kind of doo-doo now, stories. here you are yeah. again. Yeah. Well, we were Those talking about our, our current invention that we are not in yeah. process of working on, but have an idea. I think having the idea. The D&B S&C. Is if I'm gonna give Dick you a blowjob in the morning, I don't care if your balls and your penis are clean, great, but I'm still too close to your butthole for it to matter. I mean, are you? Go to the side. I can clench the legs up. No, no. I can shut the legs. No. You know? Because I hear you poop. And I know what happens. It's not like you know the worst. Aunt Carrie, please resist the urge <laughs> to unsubscribe. Please continue she, to subscribe. She's, she's already seen this. Oh, yeah, yeah, she walked in. Uh, no, but the thing, so listen, she no. acts like. One, she acts like she hears every poop. Okay, I have some very healthy, normal poops. And okay, are. sometimes I do have sometimes that kind of man the, shit that's like you have un- those green apple splatters right. that I spotted down here. That yes. one, you, ca- you catch the splatters. Okay, <laughs> that happens, right? That happens to every person. Yeah, okay? this happened to me unless I. Ah, anyways, but one <laughs> time, so listen. Hey, you know what? Well, you eat well, enough of those checkers fries. One, t- it's gonna <laughs> happen to you. one time, she's like, "Let's go. We have this herb shop because we were looking for your uh, your monkey cum. Whatever was making you not have heartburn anymore." Box Ox, ox cum, whatever. Same, and, uh, same difference. Same thing. Ox bile, monkey cum. It's all the same. So I go in there and I'm, I'm asking, I was asking about ox bile. And he was like, well, we don't really have that, but what are you symptoms? And <laughs> Leah doesn't even give me a chance. She cuts, okay, he poops all the time. <laughs> it's weird. Sad. I was like, shut up. This guy doesn't need to know. He like, does. He asks about poop. He's big on poop. Well, and what did he say? Better out than in. And yeah. I, if I'm pooping a lot, it might not be great, but it's better than pooping none. So... All right, that's enough. That's enough. Poop. Okay? Over poop. I have runny shits every day. I've, <laughs> well, I've had to, I have to wear tampons. <laughs> Do you remember Tom Segura talking about this in a stand-up? You don't, you like Tom Segura? I've listened to all his albums, so I'm sure I've heard when it. When he's talking about, he, he's like, you know, I like to, I mean, I drink a lot of beer, and if I'm drinking a lot of liquor, I tend to have some pretty ridiculous shits. And my girlfriend, my wife was like, I, can't, I went to the bathroom and I was, of course, having diarrhea because I was like on a bender. And my wife just comes out when I walk out of the bathroom. She looked at me very seriously and just said, Are you okay? Do we need to go to the hospital? I was like, No, we're, we're good. <laughs> I just stayed up all night drinking. But she was like, Yeah, but over the last two weeks, every one of your shits has sounded like this. To which he was like, Why are you, why are you listening? Why are you listening? It's unavoidable, especially yeah. when you do it in the whole bathroom it's not like you go downstairs and like seclusion to do it it's like right here that's where i saw the splatters well for tonight's video we're not doing any poo related movies that's the good news chuck berry update number (laughs) (laughs) we are doing a movie i watched recently and I, i i think what it is i've just fallen back in love i don't know if ever was in love but i just love jason bateman yeah. I think it was the Ozark thing. So, well, Ozark's so fantastic. congrats to you for for getting me on hey, the look Ozark. Hey, baby, she's climbing. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah, she is climbing. She's freaking climbing. <laughs> Anywho, I just love Jason Bateman, and I think he's great because once you've seen him in Ozark, like I'd seen the funny stuff first. Really, I, I had seen yeah. I had seen like what's that one where he's racing people in a Prius? Horrible bosses. Yeah, I had seen both of those. Found them very funny. I had seen a couple episodes 
of the one that everyone loves that kind of relaunched his career. The Arrested Development. Arrested Development. It's a great show. I, I need At least get, the first two seasons were. They're, they're reboot. I've seen like two episodes love. and I couldn't fall in love with it. But that's happened with a lot of shows. I know yeah. I'll, re, I'll reinvent, I'll re, uh, reinvest. But when you see him in Ozark and it's so serious. Yeah. And then you see him in a comedy like this. You're like, man, this guy can do everything. Yeah. I mean, Teen Wolf too. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I forgot we did that. We no, didn't do that. No. It just rolled in. We did it, Teen Wolf and then on the episode that we couldn't Wolf hear, too. and it rolled into Teen Wolf 2. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I've had an appreciation for him since Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Those first two, I think first two seasons are truly binge-worthy. And, they're, and his deadpan sort of uh, expressions and humor are uh, where it's at. Three minutes out on the turning of the fries. We got a little, we're doing a little uh, coordinated, we got wing action coming. Good, good. I spent, we got, I spent good money on those chickers fries. You know, I know you splurged. <laughs> Don't worry. Two bags. Two bags. You know what I noticed, though? No paper towels, bro. <laughs> you said you had some. Thought you'd still come through. All I'm saying. <laughs> you said you had some. We do have some. I don't know where they're at. Good. I'm just gonna start using. I'm gonna start using your furniture as a napkin. That's fine. And that'll be that'll be motivation for you to, to get more paper towels. To get more paper oh, towels. The big thing I liked about this movie is I'm not hip to kind of like who the new hot actors are. I'm be honest with you. I really don't know. Sometimes it's like uh, it's like music. Someone talks to me about an artist. I'm like I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. I just found out my car has Sirius satellite radio. It's a used car I've had for a year. <laughs> I have no idea. I've been loving Elvis radio. That's how I feel whenever somebody refers to Kanye as a genius. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not I don't. Yeah. Well, I'm I've not. never heard but like two Kanye songs. I'm not picking up on that. Like every time a new album of his comes out, it's like, oh, it just it's all over social media. It's a genius. Yeah. He did it again. And well, I'm that, not even shitting on him because of the Trump stuff. Well, the, what I was saying was that being like, said, I don't, that I don't see why Olivia like Munn is an actress I wasn't aware of until Ooh, I saw this movie. I've known about Olivia Munn. What else has she been in? She. I mean, she got her her start as far as uh, being uh, on television on uh, G. What was that? What was that nerd network? G four. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't think that's what it was called. There was some sort of it was it, Chris Hardwick was on it. Yeah. It, was, it was like a video game nerd news channel. I want to say it was called G four or G three. I something mean, you're like probably that. right. I just don't. And she was like a, a hostess of sorts on that. <laughs> And then she's been on a few different TV shows. She's had a few different movies. And she, most famously, uh, outside of acting, dated uh, what's-his-nose from Wisconsin. Who's the Wisconsin quarterbacks? What's his name? Wisconsin quarterback? Yeah, or Green Bay. What's the Green Bay quarterback's name? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, she she was, dated Aaron Rodgers? I think maybe even more than God, that. I, I hear him talking about how much he likes Danica Patrick. That's a downgrade. Yeah. If you go from Olivia Munn to Danica Patrick, you are not, that's not I want to say they were up. more than dating. I'm pretty sure, I don't know if they were married, but I'm pretty sure they lived together and were in a, like, ladies, going to get married kind of relationship for a while and then split. But I've known about her since that, those G4 days, whatever that network was. Yeah. And she did some, she did some semi-nude what? stuff for me and my, me and my place. Any um, oh, well, there's stuff I was out there. Try to see like well, what, what she, should I search engine on? Well, she this was stuff? also she made like celebrity news a few years back because her phone got hacked and oh. she she sent some really raunchy like I want I want to sit on your face and make you eat my asshole texts to some boyfriend she had, oh. which the pictures weren't that 
Okay, this is a great segue, and it's also all natural. <laughs> the pictures weren't that like okay. ooh la la, but when you paired all of the dirty talk, fries are at twenty minutes. When you paired the dirty talk with the, are photos, you turning them? Sorry, <laughs> the fries are more important than whatever you're saying. I'm just saying, I've been Olivia Munn's been on my radar for a minute. No, I'm saying, but are you? Have you turned them? No, I have not. I'm about to. Okay, cool. Um, great segue, though. So I was telling mm. you yesterday when I ride with uh, Sean, who doesn't listen, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Uh, who, much like the president, wanted to deny he said something that I could literally find audio from uh, and play for. Oh, the best part was he was like, "I'm 99% certain I didn't say that." I was like, "Why would you even say you're 99% certain when I present you as I have the audio?" Yeah. I have it. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. We're going, and I love when you sent it. It wasn't just one. Yeah, no, it was. And I loved how you said, and check the 627 mark because that's where he really shines. <laughs> we don't need to get into what he said. I'm sure he wouldn't want anybody to. He yeah, was in no. a moment of drunken just outpouring of whatever that was. He had but, a whole half a beer <laughs> and just and just went just went, went hog ham. wild. Just went hog wild. But we like we <sighs> we oh, Olivia. We ride around a lot, and um, we're big hypothetical she's people. Freckly. She's mm. she's really really. Stunningly beautiful, yeah. but anyways, we ride around a lot, and we do. We're big on hypotheticals. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. But they've been pretty bad lately, and I've been telling them like you got to up your game. But yesterday we were just riding there, and I was like, I think it, I was like, boom, I got great hypothetical for him. I'm a little bit afraid of what this is going to do for you, mm. but I said, okay, you get to basically you're marrying a ten. You're getting everything you want. The woman. It, it's it's almost like build your perfect woman, mm-hmm. right? Ten. If you want big tits, she's got big tits. If you want fat ass, she's got a fat ass. If you don't want any of those, you, just as, imagine you meet the woman more than your dreams. Like mm. you're like, what the fuck? Just yeah. a total ten. You get to marry her, looking like he does, and you've seen him. It's yeah. it's no good. Yeah. Just tall. He He's looks got like that. a giant ten year old. Yeah, he looks like a very gangly Barney Fife kind of tall. Yeah. But, uh, like a giant 10-year-old. He's like a giant 10-year-old. That's actually the best description I've ever heard of him. <laughs> but I was like, you get to marry this woman. That's why half a beer did him in. It did him in. You get to marry this, this piece of art. Yeah. Right? But every time, not sometimes, every time you have sex with this unbelievable woman that you're just rock hard for 24-7, mm. you have to eat that asshole. And I don't mean like like little kisses. I mean like 15 minutes of tongue in anus every single time you have sex. What did he say? He struggled. Initially, he was like... What a pussy. It took him about... It took, I, well, this is my problem. So this is my problem. Because when we did it, for a minute, he was like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'd do it. And I was like, you sure? Because I could see like the mm-hmm. tendency... For, he was like, I don't know, like, is it, is it always, like, hyper clean? And I was like, you know, I mean, come on. Every once in a while, someone might have, you know, cleaned their butthole and forgot they farted. I don't know. You, I mean, I'm assuming it would be clean most of the time. Like, yeah, 98% man, of the time. Get in that ass. But this is the problem. When I was at, he was like, you mean I should pod that? I was like, you know, I might. <laughs> but the thing is, Brent's going to be like, oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would do it anyway. I eat ass already. What's going to stop me? It so. runs in the family. You've talked to Banks. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I'm just saying. We should ask Brian. I, I knew, well, <laughs> we should. Now, that, I mean, based on the hypothetical, it's, 
Yeah, of course. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was, I was so excited to bring it to the pod, but I was like, it's just going to fall flat because Brent <laughs> eats ass for fun. Like, he wouldn't even need... Like, you couldn't say, like, hey, would you eat this asshole for a million dollars? You'd be like, I would do it for a quarter pounder. I don't know. <laughs> that was one of my favorite conversations in high school when I asked my best, my best friend then and still one of my best friends. I said, what's the least amount of money you would need to suck a dick to completion? He's like, million dollars. I'm like, really? You yeah. No. As a you wouldn't do it for 500000 He's like, ah, yeah, I'd do it for 500000 you do it I for said, 10. I said, and I worked him down. I was like, so that's it? You wouldn't do it for 250K? He's like, well, fuck, yeah, I'd do it for 250K. <laughs> I said, what if somebody offered you like $100,000 cash right now? And it's not even going to take that long. He's like, yeah, I'd do it for 100 <laughs> I was like, we just went from a million yeah. to 100K. He said, if it's the end of the story that you got him down to 25 and made him suck your dick. He's like, if I'm being honest, I'd probably do it for $1,000. <laughs> He said, Gross! He said a thousand dollars would go a long way. Oh right now. man, he would too. If you had whipped it out, be like, bro, I got a thousand, <laughs> thousand. And that was the thing I kept amping it up. I was like, it's it's five grand in cash. It's untraceable twenties. It's yeah. right there in front of you. All you gotta do is put a dick dick in your mouth for a little while. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, five grand. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> not to mention like. You know, I know, I know Louis out of out of style right now, but he, most everyone in the world, I mean, most people suck dick. There's there's more women, yeah, and there's a lot of gay men, yeah. So men who don't suck dick are actually in the minority. I, I, I'm not gonna suck any dick, <laughs> but I don't also I'm not gonna get into that. Ten thousand. Well, I'm, well, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna get into that kind of hypothetical because to your to your friend's point, yeah, if you said here's a million, I'd be great. And you'd be like, all right, it's actually only going to be 200K. I'd be like, still good. <laughs> but I don't know where that line ends. That's fine with me. Bust it out. Let's I mean, go. Think of how life-changing $200,000 is. I think I can kind of bury it down with the brown, the memories of sucking the dick. I can drink that away. Shit, you could. there's no rules that say you can't <laughs> hammer booze beforehand. Yeah, oh, get me sloppy. Oh, I'm definitely not doing this sober. <laughs> if you think I'm doing this sober, we've got... This is a whole nother I'm thing. Get, I'm gonna get blackout drunk and rock your world. <laughs> the shit talk via text would be amazing. I am gonna get hammered, and you're gonna come like you've never like. Just be, it would be bad. I know. So this this it, episode has got it all for Burke already. We let out with poop. Hey, let me. Now tell we're you. trying to auction off dick sucks. Let me tell you, there, Mister Moneybags. I know what a good blowjob feels like, and I'm pretty sure I can deliver. Well, so it, let me go slam this bottle you know, of whiskey, and yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna need you to. Uh, what's up? We're almost done. Oh, let's take a quick pause. We got some chicken wings that are on the dick sucking note. We'll uh, we'll hit pause here. So, how much how much money would you need to just eat a pussy? <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a billion? No. Uh, don't do that as much. <laughs> don't need to get too much into that. Nah, no, we're good. <clears throat> we're good on. I think we did. We I did. have the the wing sweats right now. By the way, really? We did 16 minutes uh, on that first uh, bit. We covered doo doo and how much money we would need for blowjobs, mm-hmm. separating your dick and balls from your butthole. Yes. I think I think that first 16 minutes. Has all of that covered it? I don't think we need to touch on any of it anymore. We'll leave it there. Any good stories from the week? It's only a short one. It's only Tuesday. Want, and you know what? Well, I'll tell you this: the best story of the week. My week's over. That's it. Yeah, you're done. You're not. You don't work tomorrow. Nope. Wonderful. What are y'all gonna do? 
Uh, Kristen has work, and the girls uh, are going to spend the day with my in-laws. Oh, which man. Is, so I have... I You're have a, solo? I have a me day, so... Oh, it's a lot of masturbation, then. At least for the top half. Yeah. No, but I have... Uh, I have to work on putting together Adelaide's mini trampoline. <coughs> That's her birthday gift this year. Oh, okay. And I have to go get her birthday cake, because the place that we buy the cakes from... They do great work. It always tastes great and always looks amazing, and it's a fair price for what they do. Mm -hmm. But they close uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. And her birthday party is almost always the Sunday after Thanksgiving, which means you got to pick that cake up five days early and keep it in the fridge. Oh, wow. So I'm going to have to go do that tomorrow. And I'm a handful of other things I need to do. I'm, in all seriousness, considering going to, like, a, a Toyota dealership and figuring out how to get the fuck out of my Jeep. <laughs> well, that's productive. At least you're doing something productive. Brian told me he could get me the info from the his Acura guy. He's never had any issues with his Acura. Brian has an Acura guy. Well, Brian's father-in-law has an Acura guy. Okay. And so Brian went through him. They drive an Acura? I don't know if he still has it, but when they moved to Florida, he had a a, six, a V6 sedan Acura of some sorts. I like Acura. You know, it's just a fancier Honda. That's it. Right. Well, I like what my car shop guy said the other day. I was, you know, I was picking it up after fixing what was wrong with it. It ended up being a bad thermostat on the engine. There you go. And I was like, man... He said, he said, you're here for your car? I said, I could take it, or I could just leave it here so you could fix whatever goes wrong with it next week. <laughs> and he laughed, and, and I said, what, what do you never see here? And he said, honestly, Lamborghinis. <laughs> I said, all right, but for real. I said, Toyota. You never see Toyota here. I've long heard uh, Lee's parents ask me, if you're a car guy, I was like, I'm not. I just suffered in the industry for 10 years mm. I was trying to tell him I was like Toyota Honda it's the only way only way I would go yeah he said if you're gonna buy a Jeep you gotta go with the two big ones which we said last week Wranglers and Cherokees Wranglers and Grand, Grand Cherokees. Cherokees yeah he said but in all honesty we still see Jeeps a lot he said Toyota is the one we never see Honda's another good one he said Acura does okay yeah so, and I was like what about Hyundai and Kia he said well we may not see those but those are those are throwaway cars. Nobody wants one of those. <laughs> well, and he said that he said that in front of a Kia owner yeah. who was there to pick up their to Kia. Be, to be fair, <laughs> they've definitely taken a step up. Oh, they have. Hyundai and Kia make fine cars. You just have to buy. It's like anything else. You have to buy that. Is this really where we're going? <laughs> are we become like those guys that are on the NPR every weekend, the two car guys. Car chat. Car I remember chat. my high school girlfriend and I were driving to Virginia to see her grandparents. For anal? Oh, her grandparents. <laughs> no, no, we did that in Atlanta. <laughs> um, but we took her Hyundai, uh, Hyundai ac Acu? accent. Accent, Hyundai accent. It's like a late 90s model. Mm. It's like driving a fucking go-kart. You could, you could press the gas pedal to the floor. Yeah. And it wouldn't maintain speed. Yeah. Like, you, you had to, like, let off and then accelerate again. And you'd get up to 60, and then you could just watch that speedometer drop. And you just would... And so, like, the whole way there... And it was, like, factory basics only Hyundai. Mm -hmm. No f no bells and whistles. Well, now they make, like, the uh, the Equus... And they make, like, they the, the, other, whole Genesis the K500. Line that, they have that whole Genesis line that competes with Mercedes. Yeah. Well, it doesn't compete. It just they try attempts to, yeah. to compete. It makes a 
reasonable car. Um, I just drove a Santa Fe Sport before we bought Kristen her car, and it had a it was a four cylinder engine, but it had a turbo on it. That motherfucker would go. Yeah. It's like I would have driven to let's pivot Virginia. <laughs> Shit. So, anyways, We're as far a as walking car ad right as now. As far as what I'm doing tomorrow, uh, it's birthday related shit. Maybe some Thanksgiving prep. I might make my sweet potatoes a day early and just pop them in the fridge. Oh, your yams? No, that's not. We're not even going to get into that. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> she's not going to listen. That's true. But it could get back to her. Yeah, it's, not, it's not worth it. Well, she doesn't know who I am anyway. She's depending <laughs> on me. <laughs> Apart from that, if I do have time, I may seriously go tr- look at something Japanese before something else breaks on my fucking car. Yeah, I would get out of that. Um, in related news, we have to. We I think we would go back to episode eighteen. Okay. For this, but uh, the wonderful artist. Who has given us such hits as Gummo <laughs> and uh, some others that I don't know the names to that were equally shitty. Did you, uh, did you see the, what I sent you the today? Mexican-Asian clown. Yeah, the Mexican clown. <clears throat> I did see. I was in the middle of... Takashi 6 9 is facing a life sentence for charges including gunpoint robbery and racketeering and some other gun-related charges. Oh, God, I hope he goes to jail. I he would get in and they would probably there's somebody would protect now somebody would come at him too so that would yeah. be interesting but apparently these idiots were like maybe he was one of these guys that's trying to live up to the rep that he's built or maybe that's just who he was but I was reading the article and it wasn't the article that got me because you know they're going around New York robbing people at gunpoint shooting people at some big sporting event where a bystander got hit I don't know doing the things that they think are cool Mm-hmm. But what I loved in the Facebook comments was basically everything you just said. Everybody's like, oh, God, this is a great day for music. Can't wait to see what that pink-haired fruit happens in jail. <laughs> All the stuff that you would think would happen. It seemed like the Internet kind of came together. Yeah. Rather than, like, there was no there was no one saying, like, hey, guys, Takashi's a really talented artist. Yeah. He's clearly <laughs> struggling. It's not because I want to, but I'm having a really easy time right now picturing him in a bikini. <laughs> no, I am, too. <laughs> With that hair and his and his little frame, he could get turned out. With his, yeah, with his finger stuck in some guy's belt loop. Yeah, I could see it. He could get turned out fast. But what I love the most was I'm going through the comments was there's this lady, because they had mentioned in the article I had seen this too, his accomplices, mm. to which I will tell you now, this is his list. Was that neck guy involved in of, any of this? No, but that would be great. Have <laughs> you, you been following that? Did you see what I texted you the other day? Yeah. <laughs> I got so many of these things to send you. That neck guy looks like he swallowed a binder. Well, the best one that I saw recently was they just replaced his face on the Shrek movie yeah. cover and just called it Neck. Neck. I like Netflix. They took the his picture and put flicks to the side of it. <laughs> That's a good one. But his uh, uh, Takashi 69s accomplices were also known as Shoddy. Crippy Ish I actually knew an Little ish. Mo with the gimpy leg <laughs> Little Mo with the gimpy leg <laughs> Mel Murda Cliff And my favorite Foo Banga <laughs> Foo Banga <laughs> These people are so fucking I'm gonna dumb. do this one more time <laughs> I don't know who's dumber These people are the people who look up to them And like their music <laughs> Well we SoundCloud And that's how he got famous so we're definitely going to hashtag him in this before. Yeah. But anyways, one more time. His crew. Shoddy. Crippy. Ish. Mel Murder. And Foo Banger. 
But this person had commented with that shoddy, crippy ish, Mel Murda, and Foo Banga, perhaps the greatest criminal masterminds ever assembled. <laughs> but that's what. Foo Banga? I guess it's F U and I'm a banger, like a pop shot. Sort of. I'm not trying to get into the, the genesis of these names, but if, if your name is Mel Murda, I think you're kind of sounding the alarm there, dumbass. Like, I don't know. I just. Very frustrating because it just puts people back, and that's yeah. like all they see. And then when you try to have a legitimate conversation, uh, not just politics, but just in life and socio sociological terms. Yeah, some Facebook granny is going to see say, that. Well, look at this. You got yeah. people out here like Foo Banger. <laughs> that's why you need Trump. And male murder. That's why you need Trump, Trump 2020. Oh, well, speaking of him, we got. We got uh, I don't think they should go to jail. I think, I mean, they're all obviously fond of face tattoos. <laughs> I think they should just be held down and have just the word stupid, dumbass, moron tattooed in thick black letters on their faces I'm glad you brought up, I'm glad you brought the face tattoos because one of the commenters is also my second favorite, I guess, was saying, his face looks like a, my high school, my high school uh, desk. Oh, desk. You know, like yeah. there's just years of graffiti yeah. and 69s and penises. That's what his face looks like. <laughs> yeah. But by the way, he's winning. We're, we're, he's still winning. Yeah. We're talking about him. This yeah, is, he'll we, be a millionaire in jail. Yeah. That's why when I used to shit on the Kardashians, I would I would I would point out I have to shit on the family we all know I'm talking about, but I won't say their name because mm-hmm. even when I say the name as a as a means of shitting on them, that means that we're still talking about them. Yeah, they they're winning. It's like it's what I've said before in other episodes like you throw a brick through the window of the Westboro Baptist Church, they still win. They win. Yeah. Now they're martyrs. Yeah. That's what they want. So when you want to, what happened to them? Are they really happy right now? I don't know. Hopefully, maybe that's why we're not hearing so much from them. Like they're super happy. Perhaps you know, one can only hope that they all got set on fire in their sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. No, no, it'd be the perfect death because when they all wake up in hell, it'll just pick up right where it left (laughs) off. It's like that scene from Oz where they set that dude on fire in the first episode. I think all the fallen soldiers in heaven should have like a a, a, a way to, <clears throat> to piss on the burning souls of the Westboro Baptist Church in hell. I never understood why they, why they, um, you know, caused a scene at soldiers. It's right there in burials. the Bible, man. <laughs> is it? Am I missing something? Is it the gay thing? Is, is that the only thing? You don't know. <laughs> Raising your hands at this it. This isn't a visual medium, but I'm gonna shrug. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna um, shrug and say fuck those people. Yeah, I guess that's all you really can do. So back to office Christmas party. Is it weird that I have a this this particular woman I find to be attractive? No, I'm right there with you. Although I will say she's in SNL. For those who don't know, she's the the, the, I don't bar, know her the, name. Bar, the bar mitzvah boy that she did on SNL always cracked me up. Oh my god, up. that was so funny! <laughs> don't tell my mom I said that. <laughs> oh my god, I've forgotten about that. That's so oh, and good. then she also did the really earnest like child actor who was really over exaggerated with everything that she did. Yeah, <laughs> she's very very good. I, I don't know her name though. Vanessa Bayer. That's right. And then there's Olivia Munn. There's Olivia Munn. Man, I would do... You want to talk about paying money at... Or if I had to eat her asshole every time we had to have sex. Well, based on text... You know what I would actually do with Olivia Munn is I just eat the asshole and don't have sex and, like, accumulate sexes. (laughs) 
episodes over time. You know, oh, yeah, like, you're building like, credits. Right, right. So, yeah. like, I'd come home, be like, all right, are you clean? Yeah, you showered? Good. All right, just let me get in there and yeah. give you 20 minutes of my, asshole yeah, I'll eating. I'll do my 20, and then we'll I'm going to go take a shower, and I'm going to go to bed. Tomorrow, I'll probably just eat your asshole again. I'm <laughs> building up towards, like, a Saturday yeah. where you yeah. just fuck all day. Yeah. And I don't have to. It's like... You just you get look forward to Saturday because you know you're just gonna get to fuck and you're then, not gonna have to eat any asshole. Then she throws a curveball at you and she says, "All right, so since you've eaten my asshole without any sex to follow, <laughs> and we've entered uh, the realm of twenty, <laughs> now you're gonna have to bend over and take a strap on." Right? Like, Ooh. Oh, oh no, no, if I didn't sign up for this, Olivia Munn. <laughs> I will, I will entertain the so idea. Wait a second, I eat your ass twenty times in a row and then I get fucked with a strap on? Yeah, I don't know. About yes, that. that's correct. Right, well, how do I get out of the system? Well, you shouldn't have tried the credits. It's mm-hmm. like making a deal with the devil. It's not going to go your way. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of asshole eatings, um, I wanted to kind of focus on BPH for a minute. Mm. He shares that video today. Yeah. And it. He know, shared it before, too. That's not the first time he shared that specific video. I'm, I think I've seen it before. But he shares it, and I recognize this woman, but I didn't really know the story. But I was like, mm. that. I watched it. I was like, this is fake. I knew instantly. I was yeah. like, this is a. Something that's set up. It's too ridiculous. They had nothing else going on on Fucker Carlson's show that night. So he just rolled out. And I was like, you know, said that. And then if you said that, you kind of clarified that, yes, indeed, she is on his staff. She's an actor. She's an actor. They're not real news because, it's, you know, as you said, Fox News is not news anymore. It's an or at least, network. at least, well, they have news yeah. that runs from like morning to mid afternoon. And then but legally, the talking shitheads show up. Which is true of almost yeah. any network, if we're yeah. going to, in the interest of fairness. But um, legally, because of some shady shit Sean Hannity did not too long ago, they reclassified themselves as an entertainment network mm-hmm. and not a news network. Yeah, that's like saying it's like they're shit. basically on the same level as professional wrestling now. It's basically it's not, conservative it's, yeah, professional wrestling. It's conservative professional wrestling. But CNN's fake. Anyways. <laughs> but he shares this thing, and I, I, you know, I just said fake news. I wasn't trying to really. I don't approach BPH for the real big conversations. I don't mean that to be a front. Yeah. He's very good at what he does, but I'm not sitting here trying to have like a real deep debate with BPH. No. Fair enough. But like, then he, when you come back and you say, yeah, he's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I was like, then why'd you share it? Yeah. You know, clearly. Well, he admitted to me the last time I saw him in person. Uh, and I love Banks for all, all you know. Yeah, get at me he, on this. He said I didn't vote last time. I was like, I thought you, <clears throat> I thought you voted for Trump. He said, No, I don't want to fucking vote. If I vote, that makes my it means I'll be that much more likely to get enrolled in jury duty. <laughs> like that, I and guess I said, that matters. I said, I don't know if that's true or not. But I said, So you didn't vote at all? I was like, No, I don't want to fucking vote. Who cares about voting? And I was like, Well, you're 21. That that rings true for most people your age. <laughs> Nobody really cares. I would love to. I mean, I would love jury duty. I don't mean to get too far down that. Just to get away. I've managed to get out of it every time. How did you do that? Just well, act really times. racist? Well, no. That's, that's it bad. helps. That's on the back burner yeah. if you ever get questioned. The last two times I got lucky. I was a, I was a Fulton County resident that had just moved to DeKalb. When oh, man. Lucky. So when I got a Fulton summons, I was like, I'm a DeKalb resident, bitch. Mm-hmm. And I let me go. And then the next time I got summoned for DeKalb County jury duty, it was after we moved out of the apartment and into our house in Alpharetta in Fulton County. Mm-hmm. So I went down to the DeKalb court and I said, I'm a Fulton County resident now, uh, so I'm not I've gonna. never even been called. And so both both times, the last two, I managed to get out. 
Well, bully for you. And I've been called before, as young as uh, probably 18, and I was always lucky in that way that I, I didn't get the... My group wasn't called. Do you need a beer? Yes, I do need a beer. Yeah, I need something. We'll take a quick pause for real quick, and we know exactly what we're talking about. We're on jury duty, which we will not be talking about when we come back from the break. When I, was, when I did do jury duty one time, I ate this girl's ass right next to me. I just finger banged this chick in right between there sessions. The she went not guilty. I was pretty sure he did. <laughs> yeah, when uh, Jason Bateman does the eggnog luge, it's very dick sucky. Just in keeping with the theme of this episode, we need to. We're trying to distance ourselves mm-hmm. from that, from that theme. We're like vampires. We, you know, we smell blood and we're just drawn to it. This Asian guy's been in a lot of things, but I can't place him. He has been in a lot of stuff. He's on a TV show called Fresh Off the Boat. That's the thing. He's he's like his regular. Yeah, movie. that. And he was in an episode of The Office too. Bruh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. It was in one of the uh, the cold opens. Where hey, he's Jim. He, he plays Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why I find her so... What's her name again? Vanessa Bayer. I just find her sexy. I just feel like if you got her in the sack with that mouthy, teethy grin, <laughs> like, she would just do things to you, and she's... She's you know? probably your asshole. No, thanks. <laughs> I, do, I do know, I was telling Sean, <laughs> when I gave him the original hypothetical today, mm-hmm. I was telling him about a time that I was getting a, a Lewinsky... Right, I was probably my first year out of high school, mm. and uh, I guess this adventurous girl just thought she would uh, she would just make make her own call, and <laughs> she was doing her thing, and I kind of feel the hands on my ass, I'm totally cool with that. And <clears throat> one of them starts creeping, didn't think much of it because again I'm kind of in the moment, and then I feel like a, a finger kind of disengaged <laughs> from the rest of the hand, <laughs> and just starts sliding near it. Yeah, and I was literally. Like, Okay, yeah, that's the point where I say, hold, hold on. <laughs> I love, I'm love. i loving what you're doing with your mouth. <laughs> Wonder, I, I don't remember exact verbiage. But I was like, what are you doing with that finger? Yeah. She was like, trust me, you'll love it. And I was like, I, you know what? I, 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 you're probably right, but I think that's like a conversation that has <laughs> to happen. As in my, Mike's older brother, Zach, once told me, he said, that's, those are the kinds of things you just have to let happen. No, no. <laughs> that I, was his position. I on, like on spontaneity from your friend, but I have to say no. I don't think that's something you just say, you know what? Yeah, just go ahead and shove that up my butt. There was a, a friend of mine who dated a girl that worked at Leon's with Kristen. More than dated. They lived together uh, for a number of years. And when they separated to kind of... Uh, or when they broke up, rather, to kind of uh, cope or whatever the word is or, or grieve, whatever. Mm-hmm. He just took a road trip and drove all the way down to the Keys and saw, like, the Hemingway house. Oh. And then made his way back towards Atlanta slowly. He took, like, a month off and just kind of got away. <laughs> and on the way back, he had stopped in some Florida town. I don't remember what. And went to a, a local dive bar, live music venue kind of place. Met what he described to be a, a very... Very attractive woman who was all about getting it on, like, that night. Let's go to a motel. You got to love it when a woman knows what she wants, And let's man. do it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was I was in the right mindset for it, kind of, kind of depressed, trying to get over the ex, just having a good time, drinking a little too much, having a little bit, you know, having some fun. Long story short, he said, it was one of those things where it just happened, and I just let it, let it happen. She's... 
I'm I'm laying on my back. She's she's giving me a blowy. It's going great. <laughs> Next thing I know, she puts her hands inside the backs of my knees, pushes my knees to the back of the bed, and just starts eating my asshole oh. like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Man, dude, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. And he said, "You know what? I didn't hate it." Dude, and, I mean, you might not have hated it, but I want to know. Okay, let's just ask ourselves the question. Yeah. At any given 24-hour period, right, mm-hmm. you have no control. You meet this person at a bar. Yeah. Right? You're a man. That is yeah. not clean. No. It is not clean enough. It is never. It's, it's a good window into her personality. Though. That she wants Whoever this to person just was. eat. Dirty man, but been driving road for trip. hours. Road, road trip, trip. The keys, man. Oh, road trip, swamp ass. According to him, though, this exit followed was great. Made his way, you know, mm. you know, crashed, got up, made his way home the next day. Has a story to tell. He said, I, I am so sorry, but absolutely not. Like, he, no. he said, That's something that's never happened to me before. Not anything I've ever sought out. It was something that was sort of sprung on me in the heat of the moment with a lot of alcohol and you know what I just didn't fight it and it wasn't terrible no <laughs> no because I listen I wouldn't be able even if it felt amazing and it probably does <laughs> right it probably does I bet you they sell something at adamandeve.com that you could use to test it out and you should go there and promo code TPTOPod <laughs> at checkout and get all the free anal stuff you want get but listen a rim, a rim no job matter robot. how good it feels and i'm sure it does i'm mm. sure yeah. the whole time <laughs> i would be thinking about that crystal shit that i had at 4 p.m before i went to the bar <laughs> that i did basic maintenance cleanup but i didn't go in there with like a wet wipe yeah. you know i didn't like <laughs> i didn't like do the actual prep work and now she's just no, no, I did, no. I, mean, I did the basic, you know, four front to back wipes and then the one back to front to catch what makes its way up the crack. You know, you have to stop short so you don't get shit on your balls. That's one step more than I'm used to. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I, it's funny, there was a debate. We got it, we, we need better, we need better material. There was, a debate amongst, <laughs> there was a debate amongst me and my friends in high school and some of the guys involved weren't in high school, they were slightly older. Is this headed towards poop? It's headed towards butt wiping, and I want to know if you've ever heard this. Come on. The the debate was. I'm sorry, people. Obviously, you go front to back, regardless of sex or gender. But I think typically that's the truth. The two of the guys in the group front. They go back to front. They go. They wipe back to front, and they go through the legs. What? Yeah. What kind of animals are we talking about here? I don't know, but one of them claimed if you consider the angle of the butthole, it makes more sense to wipe that way. No. No, they're wrong. And I was like, so you're just wiping doo-doo into the back of your ball sack every time you shit? He's like, well, no. Obviously, you're careful about that. It's like, that makes no sense. Everybody... I'm, I'm going to put a memoriam on on scatological humor. It's only been an hour. It's it's an hour enough. Like, I think we got another solid, at most, 45 minutes, and I don't want anything to do with scatological humor. I challenge you. All right, let's talk about periods. Oh, even. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't, that really hasn't been a part of our routine now for some time, so. Oh, yeah, because of the thing. The baby and the breastfeeding and the, she just doesn't, she's not having them. That's good. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big fan of 
not having those around. Really? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Why is the is the mood bothers you? No, she's actually the only. T- <laughs> in all of our years together, only once has she had one of those. Like I guess you would call it. Uh, uh, what do you when it's? Uh, I'm not having a brain fart here. Kind of stereotypical PMS. Yeah. That you see like, because uh, for me in my experience with women, and it's uh, you know, no better than anyone else's I guess for a 34 year old man. I've never dealt with a woman that gets that kind of like movie or TV style PMS. Yeah. They might, you get like a level of tiredness, grumpiness is a little bit, I've dealt with less of that more than I've dealt with like, like my first girlfriend had terrible cramps when she, when she had a period, Mm. like it was very physical for her. She was in a lot of pain. So she would just kind of just lay around for Mm. the length uh, a couple others, it, it kind of manifested itself in different ways. But with Leah, it's just not ever really been a thing, with one exception. I don't know what it was. It was just the that one <laughs> wicked period. And we went and saw. And the only reason I'm even talking about this, because this is, I'm kind of upset that you led to this from that. But I'm riding with it because it had this story. We went yeah. and saw, as we've discussed in previous pods, we went and saw The Help in theaters. Mm. And she was in the middle of it. And so the movie's kind of emotional anyways, and then you start factoring in the the you know, the things going on in her body and we were came out of the movie and she was just very morose and then it turned in like, What's wrong with you? I don't know and she starts bawling. Yeah. Wouldn't have been a problem except we were waiting for a table at a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> or excuse me, a wild it was a Wild Wing, wild wing Cafe, cafe yeah. in Snell and we were sitting on this bench and I was like that movie was so yada, yada, yada. And she's like, ah, and just like had this meltdown in public. And I was like, yeah. let's go to the car. Yeah. What's wrong with you? It's just a movie. Can we get some wings? Yeah. Like, it's not that serious. But. No, but you don't understand. It is. It's all serious. Yeah. It was like one of those like, holy shit balls. Yeah. No, I had some girlfriends in the past that were that stereotypical, just like. All right, I'll talk to you in a week. <laughs> but here lately, nowadays, I can say, like, I know when that's come around because all of a sudden Kristen's just crying at the most random shit. Really? Like, like a soap commercial. Oh, no. She's just tearing up. Dude, like, that's not, is that, that's not just period related. We can, we can actually, because I'll tell you, <laughs> last night, we're watching, Leah, we're doing this thing where, we put the kid in the swing at 7.30 and try to get her to go to sleep by herself. Now, last night was the first night of this. It, it was successful, but only after an hour of what I would consider banshee screaming. <laughs> like where a kid is crying so hard they can't draw breath. Mm. You can literally, and it, It's tougher. Like for me personally, I'm like, hey, we discussed this before she was here. Yeah. We talked to Brent. We talked to other parents. Sometimes you let them wail. Yeah. Because they're never... It, so they'll like, give up. They'll, they will give up. And the thing is, she's very determined. But that 30 minute mark, I was like, there's no going back now. Yeah. No matter what happens or how long this takes. Well, and like baby books will tell you, like, if you if you move the the if you move the yard marker, they'll remember. Yeah. Like if you do a cry it out for 15 minutes and then you say, Oh fuck it, never mind, and you go get mm-hmm. them, they'll they'll physically remember like it takes I can get, it takes yeah. this long to get something. Yeah. So if you cross that 30 minute mark and then you cave, right. the next time you try, it's gonna take 30 minutes plus. There's a and we ha- we we're doing this for a reason. One, because 
she does need to learn that she can go to sleep on her own. Yeah. Two, we would like to, you know. Sleep? No. The other one. <laughs> That's all. So she's up there. After an hour of screaming, she, she finally goes out. Leah comes down here. We're standing here. I'm kind of like, okay. And then she starts, baby starts crying again. So mm-hmm. she's kind of coming back. And Leah's like, it's so hard. Let's just, no, it's not. Let's just do this. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Block fine. it out. Just block it out. I need like three and a half minutes. <laughs> but we're standing here and I'm like trying to get the precursors and all the all the uh, preambles out of the way. Give her my shirt. I'm sorry. But I I'd get butt ass naked if in this yeah. anyways, we don't want to ruin because no one knows what we're watching. Yeah. Uh, but we're standing here and it the some fucking commercial comes on and it's like one of these commercials totally engineered to hit you in the heartstrings where for some Christmas or some holiday thing, a father buys little son a ping pong table and they spend all this time playing ping pong and there's, you know, he loses and cries, he wins and he's excited and then they, they use, over time, they use the ping pong table for storage and a little bit of paint spills on it mm. and it's like this and then the kid grows up and then Kid gets older and he has kids of his own, and now the ping pong table is his. It's like this whole circle of life thing, and they show the old paint stains mm-hmm. and all the chinks that have memories associated well, race, to it. Racial there. <laughs> well, like chinks in the armor, not racial. But at the end of it, I was like, because I, again, I was in the mindset of like, let's do this. Yeah. And I look over there and she's. <laughs> Over a ping pong table? This is like a MasterCard commercial. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. She cries at commercials all the time. So I don't think that's strictly related. Well, there's that one going on now. It's Thanksgiving related from Publix where the mom's baking a special pie and her youngest son's home from college and they've had the meal and everybody's leaving the house. It's like, all right, my guy, my guy friends are here. I'll see you later. And she goes, oh, Okay. And then it cuts to him coming back, and he looks at her, and he goes, change of plans. Oh. <laughs> and then they sit down, and they slice into this special berry pie that she makes just for the two of them. Apparently, what Publix would have you believe is every Thanksgiving since this kid's had teeth, <laughs> they sit down once everyone leaves the house and share coffee and blueberry pie together. Yeah. It's like, okay, Publix, we get it. Thanks. I know no one's watching Office Christmas Party Fortune as we're Feaster's talking. Hilarious. But she was my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, talking she's... about old people. <laughs> I died in the beginning of Up. <laughs> I'm Carol. Of course you are. Um, did y'all ever have? Typically, y'all's Thanksgivings have been at your parents' house. Um, well, when the... on average, where has it, where has it been celebrated? Uh, the last few, I mean, when Kristen and I were first together, we agreed to rotate. So we would do Thanksgiving with my family or hers. Mm. If it's with hers, it's pretty much always at her mom and dad's house. Various relatives might come into town. She's got one of those families where nobody lives in Georgia except mm-hmm. for her parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, name a state and there's a relative there. Um, and then if we would do my family's Thanksgiving... For a while, it was usually just heavy on dad's side of the family, but that's gotten smaller over the years. And so here lately, it's Thanksgiving at my parents' house or hers, and who's in attendance varies year to year. Got it. I I only ask because in most of my life, we've all gone to one location, mm-hmm. my grandparents' house, my maternal grandparents. 
Right. Um, I do remember some Thanksgivings, maybe first half or second half of the day at the Brits. Yeah, well, those are long gone. <laughs> uh, but yes, I because they lived on the same street. Yeah. For us, it was very easy. Yeah. You went to one house and then you drove literally 15 seconds down the street to go have second dinner. And I got to be honest, I, I know there's no one listening that would be offended. We can say what we want about Pat Britt. I mean, C word and everything. <laughs> but the woman could cook. Yeah. She was, the dinners, the Thanksgivings and or the Christmases. Yeah. Because they were both. The food was noticeably better. Then, at those events okay. than they were at my maternal grandparents. And that's not to say that yeah. my maternal grandmother can't cook. She can. But, man, Pat Britt could really put together some food. She just could. What's funny with all the whole the whole thing with that element of the family is joke's on her because I got one of the cookbooks. I have one, too. <laughs> so if I want to, like, like you, you could be mad for the rest of your days. I'm a, I, I have your recipe for all I love her. Shit. I love reading her cookbooks because she'll steal a recipe... Like, there was one for Mary Max uh, Chicken and Dumplings, mm-hmm. which Mary Max, for those, for M&P and from other who are listening, Mary Max is kind of like soul food done really well down on Ponce. Uh, I think that is one of the most overrated restaurants in I, the history I'm not of restaurants. Gonna, I'm not totally disagreeing with you, but I am saying it is inherently good. Like, you can cherry pick it and say, like, it's overrated. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with that. Every time anybody says, oh, let's go to Mary Max, I'm like, I'm good. I'll grab McDonald's and meet you later. Like, Dude, I, have, there's I have no good interest food. in eating there. Come on. That's, I, Every look. time I've been there, I'm like, they'll go good. Meet what both. did you get? Yeah, you got the wrong thing. Get the fried chicken like the <laughs> rest of Atlanta. That. I've had everything there. No, you haven't. I don't. No, there's nothing you haven't about, had everything there. No, I haven't. There's nothing appealing about that kind of food to me. Okay. When well, somebody, let's just when agree. Let's, dangles so okay. Me, I'm like, let's just agree I'll drink that water. it is. Good food, you just don't happen to like it. You don't like soul food. Yeah, no, That's I don't fine. like You don't like food. black people. We get it. It's fine. You nailed it. Got it. <laughs> Actually, the truth is, I love soul vegetarian. Have you ever had that? <laughs> Didn't realize Rob Cordray's penis was in this. Well, now you know. He's getting 3D printed. No, soul vegetarian, there's two of them. The one I used to eat at was the one on Highland. Anyways, she has this recipe in her, in her book. It's you know, Mary Max. She, she lists it as, like, Mary Max chicken and dumplings, but then, like, she'll give that recipe and be like, but here's what I do. I'm like, then why are you calling it Mary Max chicken and dumplings? Just do a chicken and dumpling recipe. I think that's what I got last time I ate there was chicken and dumplings. Well, good it for was, you. It was it's probably a, underwhelming, I imagine. It was a couple of days before Albert was born. <clears throat> um, anywho, I only asked about your Thanksgiving because I was telling the story today. When I was a kid and we moved into that house on Eastmont Cove, I don't know if you remember that house. I don't think you ever really came over there that much. As far as my memory of your homes go, the one I remember the most was the one that uh, had the piano in the front room off to the right for a short amount of time. Yeah, that's the one. That's the Smock Cove, yeah. Okay, I remember that one. It had the kitchen with the black and white checkerboard floor, which is something I really want in a house in the future. Yeah, when you walked in the front door, stairs immediately just Mm -hmm. to the left. Yep. Room to the right. Music room, yep. Piano, instruments, Mm -hmm. little short hallway, living room, back porch, kitchen to the left. You nailed it. I'm surprised at your recall there. Anywho. Well, what's funny is that piano was my grandmother's. Really? Yeah. Good to know. Never played it. Mom (laughs) tried to get me on lessons. I just never did it. What high school was that? Shiloh? Mm Mm-hmm. Shiloh High School. I remember all that. I remember you had a Freaknik 95 t-shirt. I did. I was very proud of that (laughs) t-shirt. I remember it in that house. Yeah, yeah. I, I was big into that, I don't want to call it on the early wave I wasn't like a pioneer in the, the thrift store. The irony t-shirt. Irony thrift store t-shirt yeah. looking. 
I had a four fabulous shirt from a Goodwill. Definitely went hard. I, I I would go to those thrift stores and just find, try to find the most ridiculous shirts. I, I was wearing like Catholic high school mom shirts. Yeah. Like anything I could find. They had a black shirt with glittery silver lettering on it that said 40 and fabulous. Yeah. But that when I found that Freaknik shirt, that was the holy grail of searching. Because it was that really early 90s graphic art where yeah. everyone in the shirt had a huge head yeah. and a tiny body. Yeah. And of course, in this particular shirt, they were all black. <laughs> and riding in like, you know, candied out Cadillacs. Yeah. And, it's like um, it's like so like like early like Braves baseball art exactly yeah. which is the shirt that when we discussed making TPTO shirts I said we go back to that yeah where you do that just the over the top we just do it with all of our super fans oh M&P. we just get big, a big head of M and P yeah. a big head of BPH we just do all the super we'll, fans. we'll like put Sean on it but he'll be like a tiny speck way out of focus in the background he'll be he'll be his head will be being held this whole story this whole this whole trajectory is leading somewhere so when we moved into that house Mm. i remember how big a deal it was that we were going to host the family thanksgiving Mm. i mean this was a huge deal and i was really excited because i was i knew exactly when it was it was 1995 and Sean, I told Sean the story because the Braves is like no, because Apollo thirteen had just come out on to rent, <laughs> not to go to the movie to rent, right. and that will come back up in the story, consequently. Which that's a good bit of bonus content from Sean, was how because he's bad at actors, every actor in his mind is just Gary Sinise. Yeah, yeah. Who played Edward Scissorhands? Gary, Gary Sinise. Sinise. Yeah. <laughs> Who was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape? That was Gary Sinise. That was also Gary that Sinise. That was Gary Sinise. Interesting. He seems to be confusing Johnny Depp for Gary Sinise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Pirates of the Caribbean? Gary Sinise's best work. I love, best work. I love his John Sparrow. Mm. <laughs> but we were going to host Thanksgiving. And I remember, I mean, I remember that day for being 11 years old. I remember it in incredible detail. We woke mm. up. You watched, I'll, even to this day, I don't, I don't watch a lot of it. But I woke up that morning. We watched the entirety of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You got to see Santa Claus at the end. You know the funny thing about that, and all my years of watching it, I don't think I've seen waited it long enough to see Santa. Anyways, <laughs> so we watched the thing. Everything, all the food had been pre-prepared, not pre-prepared, but pre-purged. Mom's in the kitchen doing her thing. People start trickling in, and this and this was back when this. It's just funny how life changes because this was back when our Thanksgiving was like. 40 people. Mm. I'm talking about aunts, uncles, cousins, nephews, second cousins, extended family. Was Some my pe- family there? No. Okay. No, this was mo- almost all maternal okay. on my side, yeah. my mom's people. The Flemings. The Flemings, the Joiners, uh, a, a, a lot of people. But they all used to come. Like That makes me sad when you think about it in retrospect. They used to all come to this one party. Now, it's over the years, people have gone off. Yeah, I mean, people get married and people, married, the families, look, not fracture, but yeah. things change, geography changes, and it, it, it gets smaller and smaller. Whereas now, like when we go to Thanksgiving, I know there's the same people there. It's the same 10 people. Yeah. Whereas, but back in the day, it used to be everybody, and it was like 40 people. And I was so excited because the fun people were coming in the family from that side. Which outbalanced the people that aren't fun. Aren't fun. And even at 11, I knew the difference. Yeah. I knew who the fun people were. Yeah. So, people start trickling in about one. I think dinner was going to be served at three, which is about average, I guess, for Thanksgiving people. Excuse me. So people start tricking it. You know, it's very... At first, it's sedate. You know, 
A lot of the unfun people. We eat. We do the Thanksgiving thing. Everyone eats. About six o'clock, those people are like, I'm tired. And we have to drive a whopping 30 minutes to get home. <laughs> For some, it was worse. Yeah. The fun people had like hour to drive. Yeah. So the unfun people leave, uh, mainly older. And... What happened after that became, for me, has become just familial lore. It's one of those things where it's like, some of it is true, but over the years, my brain has taken it and gone like a million different directions. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm misremembering or if I'm adding detail, but what I do know is that my favorite uncle, and he's not even my, I think he's like a great uncle to me. I don't know how it all works. But they they got into the wine. These people are not so much liquor. There wasn't. I don't recall there being any liquor there. But there was easily twenty, thirty bottles of wine, yeah. beer everywhere. They went through that <laughs> in about an hour. I was say, just because maybe you or I would put out the good brown stuff at Thanksgiving. Most people. Most people don't. Most people That's what don't. I've learned, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there was, I don't recall liquor, but I know there was a lot of wine. And they started, I remember distinctly, someone put ice into red wine. Mm. And they were te- just telling the, the value of, oh, you got to put ice in your red wine. I was like, that, even then, I was like, that's some redneck shit. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I know you're buying shitty red wine. Yeah. But there's no need to put ice in it. You can fuck it up all you want. Yeah, fuck it up all you want. They drank that in an hour. Now things are starting to get real spicy. Like, the party's really picking up. <laughs> and about an hour passes, and now they're out of wine. And my Uncle Marty and Jason and some of these other really cool people I love very much, they were like, well, we need more wine. We're going to go to the store. Now, here's the part I've never quite understood. <laughs> Neither of those two people should have been driving. Right. doesn't matter if the Ingalls was five minutes down the road or not. Yeah. They should not have been driving. Okay, that's under, you know, we all, everyone's done that, I think, unless you're really responsible, and kudos to you if that's yeah. true. Yeah, don't break your But the part that blows my mind now is that my, my, my folks <laughs> were having such a good time that they're like, take Austin! <laughs> sure, take the 11-year-old, he'll tell you how to get the Ingalls. Because y'all aren't from around here. Yeah. So... Oh, I said, go with your Uncle Marty. <laughs> Don't take the precious younger ones. <laughs> take the goofy looking old take, one. Take the mildly plump one. <laughs> He'll know where to go. <laughs> so, and, but see, to an 11 year old, I was so, I was having the time of my life. Yeah. Because no one was telling me to go upstairs. Yeah. It, it, I felt included, even though I wasn't, you know, 11, not drinking. Uh, so I'm in this car. And Marty is in the backseat with me, and he is fucked up. And Jason's driving. I don't think he's fucked up, but again, not should be, should not be driving. Yeah. And they're like, so where we go? And I was like, well, you're going to go out here and take a right, and then we're going to go out on such and such road. <laughs> yeah, well, that. And then the only thing Marty could have, Marty just slurring everything. He's like, that boy, listen to him, man. He knows his roads. He's going to get us there. All right, we're awesome. You smart. You know your roads. And I was like, yeah, I do. You know, Here, like take a, his hunger inside, buy a bunch, buy a case of wine. So we go give you any <laughs> shit, you just tell him it's for your uncle. So we go in his Ingalls, which five years later would become the place I got my first job. And Jason goes and in the video department. In the video department. And we're getting wine with the dildo. With the dildo. The big black monstrous animal dildo. That most likely got used. Definitely got used. Uh 
So he's he's buying like cases. I mean, the shopping cart was full, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Where's Marty?" He's asking me, and I was like, "I don't, I don't know. I'm 11. I just wanted to." Do right. Just, I'm just along for the ride. I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping to get a fun dip out of this. One of those sugar <laughs> yeah, like, sweets. Trying to figure out if I can maybe throw some checkout candy on top. <laughs> yeah. Boxes of wine. Which I definitely can. <laughs> I'm not concerned about it, but that's literally one of the reasons I'm here. Yeah. Uh, that's my fee for getting you here. Yeah. My, I know my roads. So. Fun dip, and I want those little <laughs> those little cola bottles made out of wax with the colored juice in the middle. Worst. I want those, and I want fun dip. I don't want to get too far down this, but and think I want about circus I, want, peanuts. I, I do want to talk about this for a second. I'm not going to forget the story. I know exactly where we're at. Okay. Let's talk about fun dip for a second. What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> it's colored they sugar. Li- it's, the whole thing is. Yeah. They, it came with that little white dipping stick. Made out of sugar. Made out of sugar <laughs> yeah. that you dipped into colored sugar. Colored flavored sugar. Colored flavored sugar. Again, yeah. I, I would love to... Fu- is Fun Dip still a thing? Because if it is, <laughs> I want to see the ingredients. Because that's it. Sugar. It's sugar and poison. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. And food coloring. Yeah. Holy and art, shit. And artificial the fact flavoring. that my parents, because they didn't know then. I mean, they did, yeah. but you didn't like think of it in today's terms where everything is, you know, PC and you can't, you don't want your kid to eat sugar. You have to have this and that. You might have algae, all that stuff. Yeah. Fun dip was basically what a terrorist would give American children now. Yeah. Forget fun dip. To induce type 2 diabetes. Pixie sticks. Same shit. Pixie sticks was a paper but, tube no, no, of sugar it, that you tore the no, edge no. off and you dumped sugar in But the in big difference there was a Pixie stick wasn't huge. It was kind of like... Did you a, ever see the big ones? I did. <laughs> but that came later. Those massive plastic yeah, that ones. Were plastic. Yeah, yeah, those are different there, though. There's the, a tube of the sugar. The original Pixie stick was like, okay, you're basically just opening a sugar packet and pouring it in your mouth. Yeah. But it's not a lot. It tastes like lemon. And this one tastes like lime. This is this blue raspberry. Tastes, yeah. All that stuff. Did that... But, but a no fun kids dip, at once. A fun dip yeah. was like four individual it was connected, whatever. It was, it was a three lot. pouches. You had like a strawberry, a grape, and an orange, and then you had a separate pouch with two sugar sugar tongue depressors. But you know the crazy thing about this? I didn't I liked fun dip because why not? It was cocaine for a child. Yeah. But I really liked the stick the most. By the time you got done sticking it into the other dips, it would yeah. get you get wet and it start to whittle down. Yeah. And then when you're done pouring all the sugar in your mouth, you have this yeah. sugar stick that would you just mm, it, so stupid, so <laughs> stupid that that was a thing. Just is just it, there's no more American thing yeah. in my mind than a fun dip. And the fact that parents then were like, you know what, let them have just it. Just let them have it. Yeah, y'all, I'm going into the gas station. What you want? Uh, I want a Snickers bar. Can I have a fun dip? <laughs> Think of here's here's a, here's a real thing. Right. The health benefits mm-hmm. of a Snickers bar. Oh yeah. Are infinitely more. You're yeah. getting peanuts. You're getting chocolate, which has Choc- some there are decent health benefits. Health benefits. To chocolate. Not that chocolate. Not milk. No, not that one. Not that chocolate. But at least you're getting peanuts. There's some substance there. <laughs> There's protein. There's in protein this. in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. sugar. It's just sugar. There was an age when I always wanted those little wax bottles with the sugar water. And oh no, I never liked those. I loved them. Like, give me, give me a package of those in, in that in that thick cellophane with the big red cardboard thing on top. Just rip that shit open, and bite off the bottle cap, and squeeze sugar juice into your mouth. One more random. Kate McKinnon sexed me. 
Yeah. I know she's a lesbian and I stand no chance, but I, I think I... I didn't know Kate McKinnon was a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Was this confirmed? I don't want to sound like Sean, but I'm like 99% that it's true. <laughs> but I'm going to need to Google on this. We'll Google it in a second. So anyways, he's asking to get back to the original story. Where's, where's your uncle? Where's Marty? His dad. And I was like, I have no idea. So we are going up and down the aisles, half expecting, I think, from Jason's perspective, to find Marty, like, in a freezer. Yeah. Or on the ground. Or, you know, passed out passed inside out. of cereal boxes. Right. Or, yeah, eating a bag of Cheez-Its that he hasn't paid for. Something. <laughs> and we didn't find him. We go through this whole store. We even went to the front. This is a true. To the Back in the olden days, you could go to, like, that front area and be like, hey, we're looking. Like, if your kid went missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan Collins, your child is on aisle two. Susan Collins. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. So we're like, can you can you do us a favor? We came in here with somebody. We can't find him. So they're like, uh, Marty Joyner, your friends and family are looking up for you at the front. Marty <laughs> Joyner, friends and family. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So on a chance, you could look out the Ingalls. The I mean, I worked there. I could see it like it's yesterday. You could look out the window and see into what was the movie gallery. Remember the old movie galleries? Yeah. It was like a, it was an Alabama chain of, of movie rental places. Yeah. It was a different At, blockbuster. D- yeah, but just not as good. <laughs> but, you know, that's where I... I we don't I, got Halloween. We do got Halloween 4. Just to tie it into the original, the <laughs> first time I ever saw The Sopranos was because I rented season one from the movie gallery. Well, there you go. But we look, I, I'm looking into the movie gallery and I go, Jason, he's at the movie gallery. <laughs> he had just walked out of the Ingalls without us, was over there in the movie gallery, and he's in line. He doesn't ha- you don't live here. <laughs> you're an hour and a half away from your home. Yeah. And he has a movie in his hand, so we walk over there, we got all this wine, mm-hmm. pay for that, walk over to the movie gallery. What are you doing? He's like, I'm renting a movie. And, uh, and Jason's like, you don't have an account here. He's like, oh, that's no problem. <laughs> I was like, what are you renting? Paul 13. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I was so excited. I was so excited. I was like, we're going to go home, and we're going to put Apollo 13 on, and I'm going to hang out with Uncle Marty all night, and it's going to be the greatest time. It didn't happen because he (laughs) passed out somewhere in the backyard for a bit. And then when he came to, he said he gets in his car, or he's walking outside, and and he says, I'm good. I'm going to drive home. Ain't nothing, no problem. And it was the first time I'd ever heard fuck live. I had heard it in film. Yeah. I had heard it from, I should say, I had heard it maybe once from a stray kid at school, mm-hmm. but never in the sense that I had heard it within, a, like, within my own home, and certainly not with a family member. Because when he said, I'm good, I can drive home, Jason goes, fuck no. <laughs> and I was like, oh. It was that's, world-altering. That's serial. But I just remember mostly just being so upset that I didn't get to watch Apollo 13 that night with Uncle Marty. And little did you know then, mm-hmm. you flash forward 20 plus years. And we do an MFK. We'd be doing an Apollo 13 MFK with at least nine of our biggest I listeners. wonder where he would go with that. <laughs> you have his number? No, I don't. <laughs> plus, that would be a really awkward phone call. Because <laughs> we don't talk much. And if I just called out of the blue and said, okay, listen, Mary Fuck Hill, <laughs> the cast of Apollo 13. I, but I do think he would have a clever answer because he might be the one guy that comes back and you, mm, ah, kill them all, fuck Gary Sinise. <laughs> kill them all, fuck Ed Harris. But that was it. That was the last time we ever hosted a Thanksgiving. It was the last time it was ever, it was actually one of the last times it was ever, it was all the family together. I think that <laughs> might have been the curtain call where they were like, enough. 
Yeah, the wine the wine flows, and and we can't do. It, it always has with those people, but yeah, that was the last. That was the only one time we ever hosted a Thanksgiving or any real holiday. Yeah, wine drunk is the hardest one to, I think, to manage because like. Like, so? like with beers, you know, I've had three beers. Mm-hmm. You know what three beers will or won't do. Well, that's like, well, three beers is equivalent to one shot, right? I think it's two. Is it? But how can that be if the ratio is 40 to five? I don't know. I don't, I okay. don't, I don't make the rules. I just, I got I it. just live by I it. was pretty sure, though. I thought three beers equals, maybe it was, I thought three beers equals a glass of wine or a shot. I can't remember. I think I've always thought it was two. Okay. The point being, like when I do liquor drinks at home, whether it's a mix or a shot or something hoity-toity like a Manhattan, I measure. So I know, like, I know what's in this. Nobody measures the wine, wine. they drink. Yeah. You know, the standard restaurant pour is six ounces, right? But if you buy a couple bottles for your dinner party, you just kind of eyeball it. If that. And, and then you eyeball the next one. Yeah. And then once you've had three or four of them, you're like, oh, fuck, I just fill it up to the top. I don't care. <laughs> and that's the, that's the danger with wine. Like, when people get carried away with wine, it's like, nobody knows what they've had. That's true. You might have had a whole bottle to yourself at this point. You wouldn't know because you had what was probably a seven-ounce pour from the beginning of the night. You got down to where you were an inch from the bottom, and then the host came around and topped everybody off. And so now you're back up to maybe five and a half. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no telling how much wine you've had. Like if you, I don't recall last time I got drunk off wine. Wine's very easy to get drunk off of. It seems to just. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying it's yeah. never like when someone says, "What are you doing tonight?" I never. Well, I'm about to get into a case of Argentinian reds like you've never <laughs> fucking heard. Yeah, I do like a good wine buzz, and when I get into wine, I do I do enjoy it. It's usually not my go-to though. As you know, I don't get hangovers, but I do know that if I drink. Wine, wine will dry you out to excess, yeah. which is rare. But in the events that it's happened, I know that that's the closest I guess I've ever gotten mm. to being what people would call hungover. Well, I definitely get hangovers, and wine is probably the worst. Is it the tannins? I don't know if it's that. It's just I, feel, I when you wake up with having had too much wine the day before, you you feel like uh, feel like the water's just been sucked out of your body. Mm. Like there's just no moisture left in you. Like, like, I can't imagine being like ancient Rome where that was all you had. Yeah. If you wanted to get fucked up one night, you and your buddies literally said, let's get into these, let's get into this red. <laughs> well, it's like uh, when Kristen and I went to uh, Colonial Williamsburg, we ordered a... Nothing colonial about Williamsburg, but continue. We ordered a black ale that they claimed at this particular tavern was an original recipe from the 1770s era of colonial America. And the server at the table even told us that this beer was commonly served to children because in those days, this was safer to drink than just regular water. water. Yeah. So this was, this was, this was considered a beer for the family. (laughs) (laughs) That was very true. I was like, okay, well bring me another one. Well, if you, not to to have history lessons, but I, I, uh, I love Ken Burns, and I, I watched Prohibition last few weeks. I, I go to bed with it. I just love the voices. But they talk about this mm. in the early colonial, in those early days of America, and, and really not just America, but pr- sometimes the world, water was incredibly unsafe to drink unless you had like a verifiable spring creek mm-hmm. that you knew was clean. 
they would often like everything in American culture revolved around drink. Like John Adams had two big pints of apple cider every morning with his breakfast. He went into his day with a buzz. And this yeah. is one of the founding fathers. Yeah. He actually swore. He by was it. the Christian. Don't you dare say that about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he did. He drank cider and, and they talk about your you the as a as a worker, uh, primarily of course uh, rural, agricultural at that time. You took a mid-morning break, and you had a beer. You took after-lunch break, and you mm-hmm. had beer. You took an af- afternoonsies, and you had a beer. When you got home, you had a, just got home beer. However, these were beers that are not like we think of now. Mm-hmm. Like, no one had an IPA then. And right. the standard alcohol content of a beer in, say, 1780 New England was about 2%. Mm-hmm. So this was something that would... One, it would quench a thirst. That was the number one thing. It was something you could drink to hydrate. Sure. And then you might, after like four or five of them, have a giggle at best. <laughs> yeah. You know? But you weren't, it wasn't like you were drinking an 8% IPA and you have four of them and you're essentially drunk. Yeah. It was not that. What happened was, as distilled spirits started to gain traction, your corn liquors, your Irish whiskeys, mm-hmm. they started to introduce that into that same process. So you would say, well, I don't want to have a beer, but I'll tell you what, I will have a, a little drink with you at 10 a.m. <laughs> but see, that was the problem. Yeah. That's where we got to this nation of drunkards right, that Don became Draper, a real... Calm down. It it's became, just breakfast beer. It really became a serious issue. You had like families falling apart, husbands dying of alcoholism because it was definitely a men-driven culture of drinking. Mm -hmm. And it was what you did that was expected of you to have that drink because you'd been doing that for so long. But when you transition from a 2 to 3% beer to a 40, sometimes 50, 60% alcohol content, now Mm -hmm. you're looking at your day like it's 10.30 in the morning and you're like, Who's going to get this corn crop in? Because it's not going to be me. <laughs> you know? But it's a very... I'm going to do another one of these shots and go find a town wench and go to town on her ass. Just to bring it back around to the beginning. I have never tried anal, but I'm thinking I'm going to try it. And I'm talking about receiving. <laughs> Would you like to join me? Bill? This guy, <laughs> this guy of drunk talking just makes me want to talk like... Uh, uh, Steve, the drunk from Deadwood, the guy who replaced Hofstadler. <laughs> I that boy died because of me. <laughs> Cocksucking, goddamn it, cocksucker! <laughs> you cocksucker! You sound like uh, Jim Carrey doing his impression of his grandfather. I don't know if you ever saw that. No. It was that, that was the documentary that kind of kickstarted this for us. I was like, I got to get this shit together. We need to do this. Mm. But he was talking about his grandfather was an enormous drunk, and he would just berate Jim Carrey's father, Percy. He'd be like, Percy, you're the stupidest person I know, but you're also the smartest. Like that, just get him into a corner for hours and just, what the hell are you with your life, Percy? But you're a hell of a guy. Like this backhanded compliment. (laughs) <laughs> followed by an insult. Yeah. Followed by another backhanded compliment. Followed by, I love you, Bertie. You're raising a beautiful family. No, that's the kind of drum. You just have a tiny dick. <laughs> but you're a total embarrassment. <laughs> I, uh, 
I want to know if we can Google Kate McKinnon lesbian. Yeah. We'll do it right now. And if, in fact, she is one, I will admit, I agree with you, I find her attractive as well. And I'll also take it a step further. There, I have noticed in my life, there is something intriguing about lesbians. What about them? I don't know, but like, there, like I remember I had a manager. Yeah, with, she's she's with some girl named Jackie Abbott, her new girlfriend. Oh, good for her. I remember I had a manager that was in. She know, had her. She was a cast member on the Big Gay Sketch Show. I don't know what more you need there. Okay. Confirmed. Confirmed. I remember I had a manager when I worked at a dog groomer who was. Uh, who was a definite lesbian and on the butchier side, still very pretty, but on the butchier side. And I just remember thinking like, you're kind of hot. <laughs> she is hot. <laughs> and I was like, that's, it's a thing. Like just, just that little bit of, of toughishness. I don't know. I, I think the one, she's just naturally pretty, but two, I just feel like we'd have a good time. Like yeah. she's funny. Yeah. Like she's going to, I'm far more attracted to someone who can, that can be funny. Like, that's a big part of Leah. Like, today, when we were we went to Costco, which is a horrible idea. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, I needed wings mm. for tonight. Those wings cost $14. Our total bill was 100 I don't know how. It's just Costco. Yeah. Did see Dominique Wilkins there. Greatest talk ever. Le- Leah wouldn't let me take a picture. The, literally the greatest Atlanta Hawk basketball player in the history of the Hawks. Ooh. NBA Hall of Famer. He's yeah. got a statue outside of... State Farm Arena. I mean, he's the guy. Yeah. And Leah wouldn't let me ask for a picture, <laughs> which is understandable. The last time I saw a celebrity and tried to take a picture, she knocked the phone out of my hand into a apple cart. True story. <laughs> Did I tell you this? No. I saw Lex Luger. We were first oh, dating. Oh, that's sad. We were first dating. We were at the Publix right up the road. Mm-hmm. I knew he lived around here because yeah. I'd heard him. Did he have a fanny pack? He didn't, but he looked so horrible. This was right after he had had that incident where he was, I don't know, for those who don't know who Lex Luger is, Google it, but he was one of the most successful professional wrestlers when I was a kid. And he was also the one that was like, he was basically Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. You could tell he was genetically engineered. It was science, not, this was steroids, not natural, but he was huge. He had the muscles and he was 6'3", and he was the total package Lex Luger. I mean, he was just a monster when you were a kid. He really was. He gets on a plane. Don't. This was several, many years ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago now. He gets on a plane, wakes up on the plane, and can't move. Literally. Mm. Don't. They don't really know. I don't think they ever came to a conclusion about what actually happened. But he gets on this plane, wakes up, and he can't feel anything, and he can't move. And there's something wrong with his neck. Mm. So he goes to the Shepherd Spinal Center, and from there, it's just downhill. Mm. He went from this, just, I, not to, no homo, but just this, like, beautiful specimen mm. of a man to when I saw him at this Publix I, you could tell it's like that's like Sluger no one else has that face yeah but he was wearing this Matt Ryan Falcons jersey that was draped on him like he was wearing like a, a little kid like a night yes it yeah. was like a like a like a robe and he looked horrible and he was in the pharmacy area so lord knows what he was having to get but he was standing there reading a, a a prescription bottle, and I was just like, holy shit. Because not only had he gone from being, like, huge and muscular, but whatever happened made him literally shrink. He had gone from 6'3", I would put him right now at best 5'11", 5'10". 
And he was just this wizened man. And my first instinct as someone who grew up in professional wrestling and has a lot of friends that still love professional wrestling, that's stupid, but we don't need to go there, Sean. <laughs> but I raised my phone to take a picture on this, I had this old red phone. I don't even remember, I think it was a, I think it was a Samsung. <laughs> as far as segments go, we could have a new like 10 minute segment, just shit on Sean. Oh, shit on Sean. Uh, 100%, 100%. <laughs> But I, I give this my, man half a beer. He'll say some racist shit. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think it was Ray. It was, it was. Uh, uh, it could be classified as offensive. But he was trying to be funny. To his credit, what he thought was him trying to be funny definitely came off as like, "Are you like filled with hatred?" Yeah. But I got my phone up right about face level. I know this isn't a visual medium, but I, I raised it up. And this was one of those phones. Where it's not like an iPhone where it's like swipe, click. This was like yeah. something I had to like engage the phone, open something, yeah. turn it. It's got to warm up. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a whole thing. I get it up right here and I was like, that's Lex Luger. And I go to click the button. And Leah has this thing about it's embarrassing for her. Like today, mm-hmm. instance, when she saw Dominique Wilkins, I was like, can I take a picture? She's like, no, no, leave him alone. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. I just, I kind of want to do it. I just want to go cup his balls. Yeah. I was just going to, because I called my dad and I was like, what do you, what do you think the etiquette, because he's great about, my, my, my old That's man. It's Kirby Smart. Well, except for that one time where he saw Kirby Smart in the tunnel yeah. at the LA Coliseum. That's Kirby Smart. <laughs> except for that time, he's very good about not approaching celebrities. He realizes they don't want that. Yeah. He doesn't want to create a situation for them and make himself look like a douchebag. But I did call him and I was like, hey, what's the etiquette here, man? I'm at Costco. We've, you know how at Costco, when you're going up and down the aisles, you see the same person yeah. like six, seven times? Yeah, because you're both desperately trying to figure out what aisle the shit you're looking for right. is on. exactly. God forbid they label them. Right. And we had passed him so many times. And I I mean, I think he knew I was aware of who he was. Because when we saw him the first time, I looked up and I was like, ah, it's Dominique Wilkins. I think I said it a little louder than I probably should have, but I was just so shocked. Mm-hmm. And when he looked at me, I just you know shot him like a nod and a, the old... How are you? And he's like, give him the no money. No, I didn't do any three pointers. No, Um, but you know, I was like, Dad, what's the etiquette here? And he's like, Oh man, just do a daughter thing. Here's what you do: you don't make it about you. You don't say like, Dominique, can I have a picture with you? (laughs) You say, Hey man, Dominique, you're my all-time favorite player. If you could just, if I could get a picture of you holding my daughter, I'll keep it real low key. I don't need to like, I won't make a scene. We can go off over here near the old people panties. Because there's that section of Costco where they keep the old people yeah. underwears. Yeah, stand right here in front of the mixed pack of Kirkland socks. <laughs> Hold this gigantic jar of peaches Leah just bought. <laughs> uh, Please don't drop it. That's a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like a fifteen dollar bottle. Um, By the way, do you know where the jumbo thing of M M&M, peanut M Ms? <laughs> we did. We did find those today. We didn't buy them. We resisted the urge. But I, I couldn't do it. But. The same thing applied here. She saw me about to take a picture of Lex Luger, and she literally slapped the phone out of my hand. I, it was like a movie. It was mm-hmm. curling in slow motion in the air and lands in the apple section of the produce. Good. And I was like, what are you doing? She said, you can't take a picture of him. And I was like, why? He's a wizard nothing. I can go shove him down right now. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Back in the day, the guy would put me in the rack. Go lay down, cold cuts. I don't want, no. I don't want kisses. But... Yeah, she doesn't like uh, approaching celebrities, and I get it. Definitely. I don't. I don't do that. Yeah, I saw Cat Von D in in one airport visit. Hey, Cat Von D. 
In one airport visit, we were walking in Terminal A, or I can't remember what it was. Me and my dad were going on to Vegas. And we're walking this way, and everyone that's coming against the grain towards us mm. keeps stopping and looking back as they're passing somebody up ahead of us. Yeah. And then my dad caught on. He's like, must be someone famous up there, because everyone's turning around like they, they, I know this person, but they couldn't quite. It was like the kind of celebrity where you don't instantly know who it is, but yeah. you know that that's a celebrity. You're yeah. just trying to write. Every, you could literally see the, the wheels turning in everyone's head. It was Ron Jeremy. Hmm. And I was like, that's for me. I was like, that's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> but that's Evan Stone. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm not gonna go. I had already met Ron Jeremy at that point. What was the guy's name that we cast as Floyd? I've already forgotten. Tommy Gunn. That's Tommy Evan Gunn. Stone. That's Tommy Gunn. Mm-hmm. That's Owen Gray. I, <laughs> I clearly have a problem. <laughs> That's James Dean. He's kind of violent. I don't like him. Um, but anywho, so we see him. All right, that's cool. You saw a celebrity at the airport. When we got to our gate, my we, we sit down. And Dad goes like, isn't she famous too? She looks familiar. And I was like, holy shit, that's Kat Von D. She was just sitting on the floor and she looked great. I mean, there's times where she doesn't. Yeah. But she looked really good and I was like man I would love to go get a picture with Kat Von D but I'm just not that guy I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to approach a celebrity and I started to approach Jack Black once on some back street in Hollywood it was when we were out in LA for uh, the movie that Banks was in mm-hmm. and we were at Robert De Niro's restaurant I couldn't tell you the name of it and the guy at the table next to us was in that movie uh, The River Wild with uh, Kevin Bacon and Meryl Streep he played her her husband. Uh, yeah, uh, David Strathern. He's in a shitload of movies. Yeah, he's, he's David one of those Strath- actors where you see him in a movie all the time. And you go, yeah, oh, that he's guy. He's in Good Night and Good Luck. He's yeah. in League of Their Own. He's at a, yeah. he's at the table next to us, and the whole time my mom's like, "This guy's famous." I'm like, "I know. He's, he's in a lot of movies." I just this is the one where she asked about who, where she was when she saw the great big old dick. No, that was a Taco Mac. I wish David Strathern would have been there for that. <laughs> Hi, Roy. But we're, when we're standing outside waiting on the cars to be pulled around because it's valet only, I'm like, that's Jack Black. And he's probably 25 yards away. And I was like, that's 100% Jack Black. And he's just standing there by himself looking at his phone. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to walk up to him and just see if I can shake his hand, tell him I'm a fan, walk away. Mm-hmm. And as I started walking towards him, he started walking away. <laughs> I was like, and it, with, within so many steps, I realized like, oh, he knows that I'm walking towards him yeah. and he's just walking away. He wants out. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to do this. It's like, that's cool. I get it. I mean, I, I really don't recall the last time I saw someone that was famous that I approached. Well... I will say this. I was because we were in the checkout line at Costco, and, and now Dominique's in the same line we are on purpose. Because I said let's get in Dominique's line. It wasn't coincidence. And all these people are walking up, and they're like, I can see the whispering. Yeah. Now Leah's getting upset because there's one black dude that's like pointing at him, like Dominique, like Dad. Yeah. Dominique, 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 and she she literally walked away. She she was getting so nervous by this yeah. this guy. That she disappeared. Well, this nice couple behind us, black dude and this really gorgeous, I guess she was Latina. But anyways, they're talking, and I heard him whispering, like, you don't understand how big, like, that's not just some old basketball player. That's, like, the guy. That's, like, the greatest hawk to ever live. So I kind of just kind of butt in it, because it's a Costco line. Let's be nice. (laughs) Yeah, I I wanted to take a picture with him, but my wife sweated my phone out of my hand. (laughs) Well, I was, I was telling him, I was like, no, we saw him going back and forth in the aisles. And I was like, 
I was trying to tell my wife, I was like, this guy's a Hall of Famer. This is the greatest Atlanta Hawk to ever live. He's got a statue to give you an idea of how big this guy. He calls the Hawks games to this day. And they were, we were all laughing and talking about it. And I, Dominique dunks his donuts. He's also, Dominique <laughs> went to Georgia. I mean, he's like, I'm covered in, I'm a big Dominique. I got signed photos. He's he got robbed today. Greatest George fan ever. And that was fine. I got to see him. But we're standing there. And I don't know if you remember the name, Dikembe Mutombo. Play for the Hawks. Dikembe is how Dikembe, Dikembe, whatever. No, no, no. No, 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 no. The finger. Well, he lives around here. Yeah. And it was about 7 o'clock in the morning, near that that BP that's right across from Kroger. Yeah. And I'm in there making a cup of coffee. It was actually before, it was probably like 6.30, 6.45, and I'm just not awake. I'm pouring this cup of coffee. (laughs) You go to grab a sugar and he swats it. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Well, I make my coffee. I pay for it. I walk out, and I literally walk in... To this humongous human being. Walk into a leg. Yeah. <laughs> like his cock imprint hits me on the eyebrow. And I don't, none of that really happens. But it, I do almost bump into this guy and I just kind of look up. And it's literally like, look up, up. Yeah. And without just totally reactionary, I just go, Dikembe? Like questioning it. I was like, Dikembe? And he goes, like, Good morning. And that was it. He walked right past me and that was the end of the story. But I was like, just to be like, like, again, I'm not awake. I've almost run into this seven-foot-two guy, and he... I was like, Dikembe? I just went... Oh, man, I just went nose to dick with Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> what? I bumped into him. It smelled better than you would think. <laughs> but he just goes, like, good morning. In this very deep, you know, oh, just... Oh, are you? <laughs> but it was just a... I'll never... Just, good morning. Wow. Yeah. I remember on that L.A. trip, we saw lots of celebrities. Brian Banks got photos with Hulk Hogan. What? Have you ever seen those? No. Uh, we was at the Nopi Car Show. I could have gotten a photo with him, but I was busy looking for a garbage can to spit my dip out of, into mm. because I was jonesing for nicotine. And Rich, who was on that trip with us, gave me a pinch of Grizzly, which I had never had dip in my entire life. Oh, boy. You went for a ride. And I was like, and I wanted, you know, I was, I was in the process of getting off of smoking mm-hmm. and but I'm jonesing and mm-hmm. I'm 20 and my parents don't know that I occasionally smoke and it's been a few days and I want some nicotine yeah and Rich knows so he gives me a pinch of grizzly and I was put it, it straight it was long cut I mean like the flavor was it just it was wintergreen wintergreen okay which I eventually be, became a big That's fan of. That's what I used, Grizzly Wintergreen pouches. I became a big fan of the Long Cut Wintergreen. I never liked the pouches. Anyways, put a big pinch in, got that buzz I was looking for. But it was also the Nopi Car Show in Los Angeles, so it's like 90-plus degrees outside. Yeah. And within a matter of minutes, I'm just, the, the world is spinning around me. Yeah, they don't tell you about that. <laughs> and so now I'm like, I have to shit or maybe throw up. <laughs> Or nap. Both. Or all three. <laughs> and at some point, and like at, at this point, like now I'm like, you know, I've been able to spit my dip juice on the ground, but now I need a place to just spit everything and I need a water and a chair. Yeah. And in the midst of all that is when, like, oh shit, that's Hulk Hogan. Green sleeveless <laughs> shirt, red headband, fanny pack, the whole nine yards. Oh God, the uniform. And I think his son was there too. Oh, the murderer. <laughs> The guy that killed all those people in his car. And so Brian and or Banks. One guy. Brian and Banks got multiple photos. I shouldn't say that. Please do subscribe, Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I grew up I'm a huge fan. One time you pointed at me at the Omni when I was wearing the whole Hulk Mania outfit. Yeah. Didn't mean to call your son Nick a murderer. He just 
kind of killed someone driving erratically. Yeah. Anywho, sorry. They got a photo with him. Do subscribe. They got a photo with him. I I was not there. My husband, where did you get a photo with him? And I'm like, and I and I'm, what I'm not gonna say is because I'm <laughs> fucking spinning on <laughs> dip buzz right now, and I needed a place to sit down in this yeah. fucking heat. It's like I just I just played it like oh, I don't care. Yeah, I don't just care. Hulk Hogan, man. No, I had it been Macho Man, it'd be different. And truth be told, that day there was some girl host of some car show named Charity Hodges, and my eyes were glued to her for the duration of that show. And we were also hanging out with Clifton Collins, the actor who's in Capote and a bunch of other shit. Right. Somehow he was part of the movie that Banks was in, and uh, he was sort of part of our our entourage for the day. And then there was the bikini contest, which the greatest part about the bikini contest on that trip was Banks had the digital camera. So every photo of the bikini contest is taken from the perspective of a midget, of, of, a, of a, <laughs> a tiny 10 year old, a little person. Just, so all the photos are from an up angle. <laughs> you can tell every photo Banks took of these bikini models because they're all from the ground up. Yeah. Um, you see vagina before you see boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever, did you ever, uh, just to tag on to that, did you ever try chew? Like, like Red Man, like yeah, the real shit? Like Beach Nut. No. No? I would. Well, I, I, uh, you know, it's like one of those things when you're, you're underage. It's like the Sandlot. You're underage and you're like, hey man, give me a bag of Beach Nut. Because I had seen my coaches using it. I was probably like 15, 16 in high school and they were, one of my coaches constantly chewing Beach Nut. And the packaging looked cool. Yeah. Looked old. It's like Big League Chew for adults. Yeah. So I had this guy. Talk about a candy. <laughs> Big Here, League Chew. How, how can we market chew tobacco to children? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we'll shred grape bubble gum and put it in the same kind of package. Which, by the way, you can't find the grape anymore. I had this whole conversation. I'm serious. I'm looking. No, I really am. Ask Leah. Every time we see, we were at Old Navy of all places. Mm. And Old Navy will get you because they get you into that line. Yeah. And it's filled with all kinds of shit that you don't need. Yeah. But it's appealing. Yeah. And you get up there and there's the Cokes and the drinks and the snacks. And I was like, Piggly Chew. <laughs> and I said, Leah, is, it, is one of those great? Because I was still too far away. Yeah. She's like, no, one of like a neon apple. It's like neon green. I was like, what the fuck? Why are they bringing apple into this? Like grape was the su- yeah. As I say that, the lady behind me says, are you kidding? And I was like, no. She's like, my husband is constantly looking for Big League Chew grape flavor. I was like, they don't make it. I'm telling you. I don't know where it's at, but they're not making it. Anywho. They make butthole, but they don't make yeah. grape. So this guy we knew was like our guy. Yeah. He's like 18. And he would buy us Swisher Sweets, mm. which in retrospect, many years later, we would buy Swisher Sweets and, and use just the wrapper. Yeah. But now we're like, let's smoke these motherfuckers. Yeah. So I was like, man, can you give me some beech nut? And he was like, yeah. The way he said it was like, are you fucking stupid? But yeah. What are you, 90? <laughs> so he gets me this beech nut. And my plan, was, it, to your point, it was a summer day. And the lady that moved across the street from us was like this weird ass lady. But she asked me to cut her lawn so she'd give me 40 bucks. So I was like, fuck yeah. Like, hell yeah. It's a, not a big yard. Yeah. So I go out into her backyard. So I'm blocked now. I, my folks can't see me, which would it have mattered had it been the front or back? I don't think. But I'm an idiot. So I'm in the backyard and I open the beech nut. It's 97 degrees at mm. least. It's moist. Sun is out. Yeah. I'm not drinking water. I'm not <laughs> doing any appropriate thing. So I just take a plug yeah. of this beech nut and throw it in my jaw. And I remember the initial burning was like a little jarring. Yeah. It's like the first time you have hard liquor and nobody tells no you. No one tells you, yeah. And it's going to burn your mouth well, and your throat yeah, and your so, stomach. But the thing about the difference between dip and chew dip 
typically needs a minute to juice. Yeah. I don't want to get into the detail, the gross details of what's going on with the interaction between gum line yeah. and tobacco products. But dip, you have a minute. You can pop a dip in and not spit for a while yeah. if you don't want to. Well, Chew. A guy I worked with didn't spit. He swallowed. I've yeah. known those guys, too, which is absolutely astonishing that and someone when, would do when that. When I was dipping briefly, I had to do that once when I was in an attic no fucking for way. work. And I had, I'd put it in, and then we went up, and I was like, fuck, I have nowhere to nope. spit. That would be an attic that gets spit in. I would not. <laughs> I would find a dark corner that no one's ever going to see. <laughs> what eventually happened was I just spit it all out and immediately had to go shit. Yeah. Like, you, th- well, you think nicotine from just regular use gives you a buzz and makes you have to shit? Try swallowing dip juice yeah, for a you're few. Gonna, you're going to shit your brains out. Yeah, it's bad. So this is not that. This is what I discovered. Beech Nut, a Red Man, whatever you're choosing. There's Southern. There's all kinds of brands. Mm. The minute I felt the burn, it was like a welling mm. of spit and yeah. juice. And I was like, oh. And I just spit it out. I'm like, oh, that's that was crazy. It hadn't been 30 seconds before I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm trying to cut this yard. Yeah. It's 90 some odd degrees. And then it's like the minute you spit, the more it's like, it's just welling. Yeah. And it's filling my mouth. Do and you chew, chew? Or is you it- do. Okay. You do. I didn't even get that far. <laughs> I just had it in my jaw. Yeah. And it's juicing. And I would try to like, I gave it like a moderate chew, like it, not really even. And I just remember she came out on the back porch and asked me a question. And I was trying to, like, keep my face averted. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't remember what she said. And I just go, like, <laughs> just Chick-fil-A <laughs> everywhere. I had had, like, a sandwich and fry 30 minutes before that. Mm-hmm. And she comes running down the stairs. She's like, you okay? And when I puked, out came yeah. the the chew. She didn't see that because it was thankfully in the grass and I was like I need a glass of water I just needed water yeah. and I just kept puking and I was like why would anyone ever do this and I often think about that when I look back and I say like why did I ever get back into that why did I ever yeah. say like well I'll try dip that must be better <laughs> you know and then you get hooked on it and yeah. it's just like but it, that it's not the same when I'd see these like when you see a spit cup from someone who's chewing it is vastly different <laughs> Than what you get from someone who's dipping. Is that a friend in high school? I think Australians dip and chew. I'm sure they M&P do. M&P could probably tell us. But M&P could tell us. I just wonder about how redneck a thing that really is. Like, is someone right now in France? Yeah. Like, getting a, a chaw. I, I, I was like, who's still doing snuff? Well, everyone does snuff. That's really? like worldwide, yeah. Really? Snooze, snuff, the stuff you snort, that's like... Well, the stuff you snort is the stuff I've always... It's always been a mystery to me. Like, you're just snorting powdered tobacco? Yeah, I don't get that one. Is that not clogging your, your fucking nose up? Yeah. It's not... Like, I understand that cocaine, it's like powdered aspirin. It'll dissolve into your... In the membranes of your nose. Tobacco is a leaf. Yeah. Then if, even if you grind it into a fine powder, it's... You're just clogging your face. You're gonna look like fucking Frank Reynolds... <laughs> Trying to stop a nosebleed at some point with just just powdered tobacco in your nose. I don't. I don't. That's not one I have ever understood. Yeah, I, they used to sell it at uh, the Ingles. Bring that back up again. But they had a whole like half a half a row of tobacco products, which now in retrospect would never like they sell that behind a counter. Yeah. But the snuff, the snooze, all the stuff like that was on this like one row. It was like 
the row consisted, that aisle consisted of charcoal. <laughs> well, like your knickknack shit yeah. that no one ever buys at a grocery store yeah. that's going to be there in 10 years. Yeah, ceramic figurines. Right, or lawn chairs. <laughs> yeah. No one goes to Ingalls and says, you know, that's not an impulse buy. I'm sorry. You know no. what? We need a statue, a mini statue of Robert E. Lee, and we need some <laughs> new lawn chairs. You know, get that peach snuff. It's been years. It's been, let's have some fun. Snooze is, is the little pouch you put on the upper part of your mouth. Uh, it's that's a newer thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's like I don't know. I but saw like, I saw a professional soccer player he got his picture taken the other day where he was putting in a snooze and I was like, it's hm. a I've, weird I mean, one. I've known everybody to do just about everything. I had a friend in high school who would make a horseshoe of dip on his lower jaw. Oh, I knew and that, smoke a cigarette. Hey, I knew a guy that we went fishing one time and he double he quadruple railed. Jesus. He had dip on either side, top and bottom. And I was like, what is the point? How much how much nicotine do you need? Ain't enough, ain't enough. No. But I, I, I would wonder, like, how southern redneck is that? If someone's doing it in Australia, if someone's doing it in... I'm sure. I mean, there are cigarettes worldwide. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm sure I'm talking about there is dip and dip, chew in Australia. Because when I went to Costa... I'll tell you, because I went to Costa Rica, <laughs> much like your story about L.A., I was, like, fiending. Yeah. Because I was, I was smoking cigarettes at the time. Not as much as, like, I wouldn't say I was, like, you know, pack-a-day smoker, but I was certainly having cigarettes throughout the day. Yeah. So we're on this vacation. I'm young, can't smoke, uh, started really fiend. They had this little, like, bodega, which is honestly being nice. This thing was a dump. I mean, this was, like, third-world Costa Rica, a lot of it. But I walk into this place, and they had all these cigarettes. I was like, I'm never going to get away with that. I'm going to smell. They don't sell cigars, which would have flown. I could have yeah. had a cigar and played that off. Which I've never understood. Don't let's not. I don't understand it either. <laughs> Just from a parenting, it's like it's all cancerous. Yeah, because they. Well, the funny thing about that, they bought me a peach cigar once when we were in Savannah, and I went on the beach. It was a great night. Just me and like sixteen-year-old Austin. Yeah. Parents bought him a cigar on the beach. Cigars and light beer are okay. Liquor and cigarettes <laughs> is a no-no. Like I'm sorry, what? It's. <laughs> All nicotine. Only have unprotected sex once a week. <laughs> Listen, uh, if you're gonna get a blowjob, make sure you wear a condom. <laughs> Let her put a finger up there. Have a good time. Life's short. <laughs> um, but cigars get a pass. Cigarettes. We, are I'm at now. this shitty little. I mean, call it a. I guess a Costa Rican general store. The one thing it did. Nana Costa Rica and Costa Rica. The one thing that was cool. They had like every Fanta flavor imaginable, and then some flavors of other soft drinks I had never seen. Just no mota. No mota at that place. But I'm looking behind the counter. I was like, "Holy shit, they've got skull!" Oh, you yeah. You told me this. You told me this on the alligator story. Did I? Yeah, like yeah. the cherry skull from 1980. When I opened it, it, just, <laughs> it was like the oldest can of skull. Yeah. But it told me at some point, somewhere in Costa Rica. Yeah. Someone wanted cherry skull. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a local. <laughs> I doubt it, based on the fact that when I opened this can, it literally. Like, flew away. I had a big thing for citrus skull Ugh, for a while. God. I don't know why, but I liked it. Yeah, because no, no, nothing's made better than what a tobacco company <laughs> thinks citrus tastes like <laughs> in their in their product. I liked it. I liked wintergreen grizzly. I liked citrus skull. I liked uh, straight Copenhagen pouches. Oh, God. Straight's the worst. <laughs> I can't believe we're getting it. This has been a, a sizable portion of this podcast right now. <laughs> we're we're going to end this one, and we're both going to be like... Oh, I kind of want to go to the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, I, I had a hard time giving that up, but I'm glad to be past it. Yeah. Because there's, 
there's just nothing. Like when I was at Georgia Perimeter College, I used to get out of class and I'd throw in the biggest hog and I would just sit outside of this commons area on this little like desk, not desk, but this little bench and just sit there between classes, just <laughs> just right into the street. Yeah. And these girls come walking by and they're like, gross. And to me, I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> like, spit even more, you know, like, fuck you. Hey, what'd you say? Shut up, whore. <laughs> Come give me a kiss. <laughs> but it was, it was just like it was like a kiss. challenge thing to me. Like I don't give a shit about you. I'm not trying. I'm not here to impress you. Yeah. But it's just there's no. It's not like perfect example. You know, like this right here. We're watching this Ron Jeremy. You can look sexy, even though it's awful. There's no difference really. But yeah. you can pull off smoking a cigarette. Yeah. The way you hold a cigarette. Yeah. The way that all thing. The way you smoke a cigarette. All that. You just you just can't yeah. when you're like, hey guys, can you continue your conversation? Let me just throw in a hog real quick. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no. Cla- don't worry, it's pouches. I've I've kind of I've upped the game. There's a little no bit. classy way to dip. Mm-mm. You don't see like old old you know movies of uh, of Cary Grant or <laughs> or Rhett Butler you know putting a dip in. Well, you missed that in Casablanca. <laughs> yeah, I missed yeah. that. When Humphrey Bogart just threw Tell in me, a hog. Rick, Rick, do you have a cigarette for me, Rick? Uh, no, I don't. See, I'm only dipping now. <laughs> I'm not going to give you those passes either, see? <laughs> oh, jeez. Humphrey Bogart, though. He yeah. smoked like t- 60 cigarettes a day, they Unfiltered. say. Died of, of uh, throat cancer. Unfiltered cigarettes. Was it Chesterfield's? That I couldn't tell you. Probably, probably Lucky Strike. See... That Dingles I worked at still sold those old school cigarettes. Yeah. One of my first times ever buying cigarettes, I was like, you know, I liked war movies. Mm-hmm. I liked history stuff. I was like, can I get a pack of Lucky Strikes? Filter or unfilter? Unfiltered. <laughs> Whatever they smoke in the movies. <laughs> the next day, it yeah. was like yeah. awful. I was like, oh my God. How did someone do this every, every day? day? Multiple, multiple, multiple times. packs. Like, yeah. how did you yeah. do this? I remember the first time I I went to a cigar and pipe shop. I bought, um, uh, an I forget what they call them, uh, heirloom pipe or something. It's, it's a fancy word for used and antique, but it's been maintained and cleaned and sanitized. Mm-hmm. It's got a name. I can't think of it right now. Estate. It's an estate pipe. It's a little Irish snub-nosed pipe, and I still have it. And I had had cigarettes. I'd had dip. I'd had cigars. I'd never had a pipe, and I wanted to try it because I always liked the smell mm-hmm. of pipe tobacco. And what they what they they told me everything you need to do to get it going, how to maintain it, and that you know smoking a pipe is a hour plus process. It's about you know the the act of doing it is about relaxing because it takes. A little bit of effort to keep that cherry moving down. Mm-hmm. And what they didn't tell me was because you're getting direct smoke from tobacco to your mouth, it's not filtering through paper like cigarettes or cigars, you're going to burn the shit out of your tongue and mouth. Yeah. You're going to scold it with smoke. And so I had my pipe. Is I there like a way it. to avoid that? Because I've smoked pipes and didn't have that experience. So I'm wondering if maybe There's a way to avoid it if you do it the right way and you and you puff gently and and draw it out. I was I was getting at it. Let's uh take a quick break. This guy's asking for something. All right. Well, on the backs of buttholes and Japanese cars, yeah. Um, dip. I think we should talk a little bit about Psalm twenty four. <laughs> the 
did not see that coming. <laughs> we could do a biblical. I think I think what I like the most is I, I like the new segment, Shit on Sean. Mm. He deserves it. He's not listening. He'll never uh, know. He'll never know. Uh, so we can work on that. I think we need to start uh, looking back in. I, I got, I've been stockpiling some great Florida stories. So I've got some stuff for um, fact checker Hickman. Yeah, this is kind of a, it's an odd week because it's Thanksgiving. Uh, they don't, it occurs to me, uh, they don't have Thanksgiving in Australia. Very true. So this is just another work week coming up for uh, M&P. That sucks. I wonder if they're... If we're ever super famous, like just swimming in money, we'll fly M&P here for Thanksgiving. Just to experience it? Yeah. It's not much to experience. No, it's not. Thanksgiving, people shit on me for saying this. Thanksgiving is a holiday I could... Do without? Easily do without. Well, it is one of those holidays. It's a truly American holiday. It's like the beta version of Christmas. In the sense (laughs) that we celebrate our imperialistic murdering of of a culture that had existed long before we got here. Thanks for teaching us how to make corn. Here's some blankets with smallpox on them. Yeah. Thanks for all the things you did for us. Uh, We're going to hack you to pieces. We're going to round you up. I'm going to rape your, your women. And probably rape your children as we well. Can't drive them out. We'll breed them out. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those weird holidays that even if another country, like let's assume Australia hadn't been a penal colony. Let's just say that the British landed some kind of exploratory, like a conquistador type. Hmm, Harold, this seems like a pleasant island. <laughs> Do me a favor and set up my masturbation sh- tent over there <laughs> under the shade. <laughs> All right, sir, I'll be right there too. Okay, oh, yeah. We're back. Her- Harold and his squire. <laughs> his deviant, deviant squire. Which rag will you be needing today, sir? I don't know. Mm, I shall need the I think pink I will one. first excrete onto this rock. <laughs> We will start there. <laughs> but, like, let's say that the British Your had just landed. He was part of the exploratory Have boats. you ever heard of Plymouth Rock? <laughs> it's actually under, misunderstood. What actually happened was when the pilgrims landed, they just got around Pilgrim Rock, circle jerked the shit, because they were just happy to be there, survive the journey, figured they'd bust one out. Didn't know how long they were going to be here. Apparently there's an unspoken rule on boats. You don't jerk off till you get where you're going. Yeah, that's just what you do. You don't jerk off on a boat. It's bad form. <laughs> It's like having women on ships. Yeah, you don't do it. Um, but like, assuming in this in this situation that the British just landed on Australia, it was an exploratory trip. Maybe even say an accident. Maybe they thought they were in Hispaniola. Yeah. But instead, they went all the way around the world. Thought they landed in China, mm-hmm. but it's Australia, right? And they set up a camp, and they're not doing well because they don't know the. What grows there? They're trying mm. to replicate England in the backwater of some place they've never been to, and here comes this Indian tribe who's curious, cautious, mm. but curious, yeah. with not any real ill content, just wondering like, "Hi, we're Aboriginals. We've been here for tens of thousands of years. Just wondering if we could help you because it looks like you're not doing well." And the English are like, okay, yeah, like, teach us what grows here. And I don't know what grows in Australia. Kangaroos. Tobacco. I don't. Kangaroos. Wombats. Wombats. So they give them a shit. Gator. (laughs) Gator. 
Alligator. They give him a shipment of wombats. I love, I love the idea of like a low country <laughs> Louisianan <laughs> being convinced he knows how to handle the wildlife. Like, well, we got to get a wild from too. Yeah, we got gator. Like, no, no, these are these, these are, are crocodiles. These are, yeah, yeah, they're, no, they're, no, gator. There's a gator. gator, but they got the long snout. <laughs> that beagle, it, that gator snout, instead of being wide, now, that gator snout, it gets pointy. What we gonna have for dinner? Y'all like y'all like them crawdad? Y'all got them crawdad? Down here? No, that, I tell you what, you ain't got to call that. But that wombat, you do it right. You smoke that wombat for about eight, ten hours <laughs> under the ground. Yeah, Cajun in Australia would actually be an incredible idea. The Cajun in Australia. Y'all got damn gator here too. Well, well no, they're, they're not gators, mate. Well, they look like a gator. Did the gator with big old snout? Nah, we don't. We don't eat kangaroos. We we box them occasionally. We protect them. But we mm. don't eat them. Box them. But I think you're missing out some goodie. You cut off that tail at the base? <laughs> you smoke that tail? It'll grow back. <laughs> no, mate. That's a lizard. Uh, no, no, no. Y'all don't understand. See, I'm Cajun. I've been around. I know what to eat and what not to eat. But anyways. You got hair on or you eat it? <laughs> Does it move? Does it walk about? Then you eat it. Does it move? Does it walk about? Then you eat it. <laughs> Does it look like it have a personality? <laughs> well, then you eat that too. Does it have feelings in its eyes? <laughs> then you eat that. Can you tell that it loves its children too? <laughs> then you eat it. Uh, no, but, you know, if the aborigines come and they help. This guy's American? He doesn't sound American. <laughs> no, we ain't really American. <laughs> we are own nation of our own. Cajuns are very different. Have I told you about the time I went to LSU, an LSU game? And the, the guy, they're all very nice people, well, to a point. But I'm walking past this guy. He's like, y'all hungry? We have no idea who this dude is. And that's exactly what he sounds like. I, for M&P and for anyone else who's not American, that's a, pretty much exactly what people from Louisiana, the Cajun backwater, not yeah. everybody in Louisiana, but certainly a subsect of Cajuns. About what they talk about. It's all right here. Can't quite understand what they're saying, but, you know, mm. you catch a little bit here That's the the dudes I met from Oma sounded. Yeah. Oma. I know exactly what we're talking about. So, you know, he's like, y'all hungry? And I was like, yeah, I could eat. He's like, come on over. I got someone over here cooking. Come on over here. Like, what the fuck did you just say? So we just follow this guy. I got here five o'clock this morning to put this in. Now, it's about, at this point, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon. And he's telling us he's been there since five's cooking. <laughs> Don't yeah. know what he's got. Yeah. What he had done is There's dug a good a, chance we're about to eat person. Yeah, there's like we could literally be eating like child. <laughs> See, I don't like the veal. The cow boring. <laughs> but I cooked a little baby human in here, and I smoked him for 13 hours. <laughs> no, but we, he had dug a hole, in, and I don't even know if it's... <laughs> only in Louisiana can you pull up on a, a major college campus mm-hmm. and just start digging up dirt <laughs> in a parking lot <laughs> and make a smoke hole. So he had dug up ground, put bricks or put rocks on it, or had what he long story short he had tinfoiled about a six foot baby alligator mm. and it was all cooked and seasoned and prepped and he put it in the ground covered it with coals and started a fire mm. on top so the heat was going down yeah. while it was in the ground so he just opens this thing up and I was like what the fuck because it was like it's you know what that is yeah. it's not like it, it's not like there was just like meat cooking yeah. and you're just like oh it could be anything it could be chicken could be pork you're like oh that's an alligator yeah. he's like god damn right that gator I've been cooking that gator now we're coming up on 12 hours got about another hour to go 
said, yo, come back. And we're like, you know, I'm, I am going to come back because I've committed <laughs> to this now. I've had gator tail. Yeah. That just tastes like chicken. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what, because this, he had cooked an entire alligator. And Give me some leg. So, Help, give me a scale. So that's so true, though. So the alligator forearms, he's like, I, he was like, oh, won't you try this right here? And I was like, okay. And he was like, just imagine that the big old chicken wing. Because that's exactly what it looks like. An alligator forearm looks like a gigantic chicken wing. Yeah. It's got the two bones. Yeah. Delicious. I'm sure. Absolutely delicious. I mean, how could it not be if a, cater- if a Cajun puts it in the ground for 12 hours? <laughs> but it was just the fact that some guy was like, you, you, you hungry? Well, come on. In Georgia, at a Georgia tailgate, yeah. you get a hot dog. Yeah. I mean, at best, an exotic, you might get, yeah. I don't know. Uh, an, a, a, an alligator sausage yeah, at best. You sneak some scotch into the game in your underwear and you get a hot dog <laughs> yeah. and, and mix it in with your ginger ale. Exactly. And, but in, in Cajun territory, they're, they're cooking <laughs> up. Get, they're, they're talking to the pot. It's that old Jeff Fox word. Get yeah. back in that pot, there. <laughs> Animal's not even dead yet. Get back in that pot. Don't you do it. Get back in that pot, there. <laughs> I like the idea of like an Australian horror movie <laughs> where they're going to, they're going <laughs> to, they're just going to let the environment kill the Americans and they get down to the one Cajun guy. It's like thriving. This, this fucker won't die. Oh, no, no. I think way worse than this. He's got shelter built out of like wood and scrap pieces of metal he's found. Somehow he's engineered an air conditioning system. Not sure. He found the one spring well. He built a fence and he's corralled. Wombats and kangaroos, and he's got multiple gators in the ground. This one over here gonna be for breakfast. <laughs> this one over here gonna be for supper. No, that's their names. That's breakfast. <laughs> that's supper. That's midnight snack. <laughs> no, but to the original story. This we, like home. We went down low. <laughs> a little bit dry. A little bit drier. But pretty much just like home. The air not wet like at home. <laughs> and it don't rain as much. And there ain't no voodoo. <laughs> But it's just like home. Yeah. Well, the water is questionable. <laughs> but that it's honestly better. It's fresher. It tastes funny. But Y'all got sunshine. Yeah, they don't get. <laughs> but if let's go back to the, what I was trying to say before we went down Cajun La La Land. If the English land, the Aborigines come up, they offer cautious help, right? And they save the English mm-hmm. from. I don't know if they if there's a winter in Australia, but like they saved them from a starving winter. I remember Matt saying it was, it was like cold, 50 but I don't. Degrees. Yeah, but I don't know. Like if you in American context and the Indians at Jamestown, it, these these are Virginia winters. This is not yeah. like this yeah. is destitute cold. This is people dying from mm. cold weather. Yeah. So if there's a situation like that, if the Aborigines had saved a vast quantity of English. And then within two years, those same English had said, hey, I'm really happy uh, that y'all saved us, but we're just pretty much going to go ahead and, yeah, we're going to do a genocide. We decided. <laughs> we had a little group meeting last night. We figured this, this is ours look, now. The, a symbiotic partnership sounds cool on paper, kind of live together, but generally we're English, so we're just going to go ahead and kill you all off. I know we haven't brought the mirrors over from the mainland yet, right. but you'll come to see in a moment... <laughs> That you're a different hue and a lesser one. So, do you see this olive, this pale, shitty skin? I've got a book here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some chapters out of. I want to try and explain something called Manifest Destiny to you. 
It's going to explain all about how what's yours is actually mine. And Strictly because I'm white. And I'll be justified in killing But having you. said all that, and let's assume in this, in this whacked out scenario that they do, as they did, for the most part, subjugate the Aborigines, or at least take them down a peg, kill mm-hmm. a few of them, make sure that they know they're below us after you've taken over their yeah. ancestral lands. I don't, still don't think Australia would then, all right, mates, we're going to call it uh, happy giving. No, 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 no. What's a better word for, like, gratitude? I mean, we did kill them. We'll call it Thanksgiving, right? No they, no yeah. other country in the world yeah. would celebrate Thanksgiving like that. They just, like we do. Right. We just look at it as like, oh, it's turkey day and football. No, motherfuckers. I'm thankful for my new daughter, McCarty. And I'm thankful. His, his boyfriend, Tristan, who's super sweet. And, and Kyler. I'm thankful Kyler. that we just got our new six-bedroom house, Scott. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> and I'm thankful for my new Christian Louboutin shoes. <laughs> and I am not thankful that fucking mom wouldn't make the fucking stuffing this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... As I what I say in terms of if we're bajillionaires from podcasting, which never, never gonna happen. What a scam! Yeah. If the <clears throat> I'm saying we we fly M and P here just to experience the meal mm-hmm. and not the tradition behind it. There's nothing to experience about the meal. Think about this, right? Everyone mm-hmm. gets excited. You see all the when it, the time rolls around and people yeah. are like counting down till Thanksgiving or. Me on, like, the meme of a fat kid getting all jazzed up. Like, yeah. me on Thanksgiving. I We had a Friendsgiving. Get this, ready to gain 10 pounds as well. Well, that is, we had a Friendsgiving on Saturday. And it was delicious. It was honey-baked ham, honey-baked turkey, and everyone brought sides. I mean, we made your mom's mac and cheese, which Leah has, like, the big not mastered the, the big rigatoni. Okay. The one your mom taught Leah, and that she's been making it ever since. Because there's a there's a split within the family. Some of us like the little noodles. Some of us like the big. I don't think you can go wrong. Lee is just kind of attached onto the rigatoni. It's and what good was because funny it all gets was, trapped in there. It does. And what was funny was of all the things that were eaten that last Saturday on the Facebook group that had been started about this Friendsgiving, all these people were like, Leah, can you please share that? <laughs> that was like the star of the yeah. show. And I always like to say, like, yeah, Susan killing it. But the, the idea of people getting together and eating a meal that's not, that's actually been made and, and uh, that's that harkens back to what like your average weeknight dinner might have been in the 50s. Right. You know, multiple sides and a meat that's been cooked for hours. The idea of getting together and doing that once a year, I think, is is a quaint, nice idea. But I go back to what I said before, like when Adelaide was born, she was born the day before Thanksgiving. And I remember telling Kristen that day, I said, this is awesome. Because I've never really liked or given two shits about Thanksgiving. And now for the rest of my life, I can just put all the focus on her and birthday, her birthday yeah. and just say, fuck Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, and, and Kristen was like, oh, no, the tradition. And, and like, I get, my, I get, I get pushed my... back on the, like, when I want to do barbecue. And I said, listen, one day Adelaide's going to be, be like turning 11 on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say, Adelaide, what do you want to do today? Fuck Thanksgiving. What yeah, do you want to do, do today? Because yeah. it's your birthday. I don't well, it, give a it, shit it, about it, turkey and it dressing. Gets back. Oh, I'll finish what I was trying to get across. There's nothing. Okay, turkey sucks. 
That's why you need to it is a, it, in it is shit. a it is a okay bird. It's actually turkey. Do- I should take that back. Turkey actually is a fantastic. It's actually better than chicken if done right. Ben Franklin wanted it to be our national bird. Right. Turkey's amazing, but it's like the. It gets back. How do Americans do it? The one way that makes turkey suck. Yeah. You put it in an oven. Yeah. And you dry cook it for it hours, out. and you dry that motherfucker out. Yeah. No. And then I, even then, you're like, oh, the dark meat's good though. Like, yeah, it's dry too. Think about yeah. that. You just dried out dark meat. Yeah. So, turkey sucks on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I do love a honey baked ham, but that only gets you so excited. Yeah. Then you start looking at your side dishes. You're like, okay, that's just fat. <laughs> Which, mind you, I like. But I'm like, green bean casserole is just kind of gross if you just look at it objectively. Yeah. It's Mac and cheese is cool, but it's just cheese and noodle. Okay, yeah. that's a tasty, but... Like, I looked at my plate and I was like, there's no green here. Yeah. There's nothing about this meal that's, that's good Where's for me. Where's the kale? No, I don't need kale. I'm not trying to be an <laughs> asshole. But I'm like, give me a carrot. One of, my, one of my favorite side dishes is dilled carrots. Love it. We get it at our Thanksgiving. At least you feel like, hey, there's carrots. It's a vegetable. There's, well, it's the same with sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are inherently good for you. Yeah, until you, until you drown bombard them, in them. Sugar right. and butter and sour cream. And, and then you're not done because you put the, the, marshmallows, the marshmallows over the top. Which is exactly what I'm them. making for Thursday. And I'm sure they'll be delicious. But again, that meal, nothing is inherently great about no. that meal. It tastes good. But let's be honest. Yeah. In the calendar year... You're going to have way better meals. Yeah. I can make a pork tenderloin, as I've done with a you Hormel. here. A Hormel pork oh, tenderloin. I've made dozens. Since then? Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. I can make you a pork tenderloin with a side of asparagus and roasted red tomatoes and some, like, like one other side, and it, it will be yeah. a more pleasurable meal than you're about to have at Thanksgiving. You know, I've done, I've done the pork tenderloin the way you do it, and then I slice it sort of medium thin and cut it into, like, bite sizes for the girls. Mm-hmm. I do broccoli the way that I can actually get them to eat broccoli. How's that? I, I Covered f- in cheese? No. <laughs> no, it's actually on the healthy side. I buy it frozen instead of fresh. Nice. Either way. I cook it in the pan in olive oil and fresh garlic Mm -hmm. and salt. Nice. And once I've got it to where it's been cooking in that pan so long that the leaves of the broccoli, whatever you go, the heads are starting to brown, Mm -hmm. I drizzle it with balsamic. Ooh, wow. That's, I'm not even, I'm really full off chicken wing and that sounds (laughs) really good. By the time it's done cooking, it's so tender that even the stalks are are soft. And I sent Kristen a picture once of the empty bowl. I had filled a cereal bowl each with broccoli for the girls, and they both just devoured it. Yeah. There's no cheese. There's no butter. It's olive oil, garlic, salt, and balsamic. All good things. And they lapped it up. I've done yeah. the pork tenderloin with that, with roasted thyme potatoes. I, you know, I've done the the good cooking before with that pork loin. Yeah. It's a good uh, for for an eight dollar <laughs> cut of meat. It's pretty damn and, good. And keep on the lookout too, because Kroger's quick to have buy one get one freeze on those. Yeah, no, I jump on that but one. But that being said, it talks back to what I was telling you about when we went to Houston, and I was butt complaining the whole way. Yeah. About this, att- and it, you know me, I love. There might not be a meal that I love more than Italian food. Yeah. 
And I remember thinking, like, I do love Italian food, but it's Thanksgiving. I want that dry-ass turkey, and I want all the stuff that I don't really like, and I want to see it on a table, and this is bullshit. I want the house to be at least 80 degrees, and I want to be in a sweater so I'm uncomfortable. I just want this to be the most uncomfortable situation ever, and I don't like my in-laws, and I just... It's not true. I actually do. I want to be uncomfortably full in a house that's too hot and a sweater that's too tight, and I want to be miserable. But I'll tell you this, and Leah well knows because, like she said at the beginning of the pod, I was bitching the whole time. She doubled down on it after I hated on myself. <laughs> but when we sat down for that dinner, I had seen a little bit of the prep work, but I was still being kind of salty, like a little bitch. <laughs> and when we sat down for that dinner, though, I was like, okay. Yeah. Because the centerpiece was not a turkey. It was one of those big oval, like, mm-hmm. trays. Like what you would serve a turkey on. Well, like what you would serve a turkey on. I mean, a foot high in meatballs and Italian sausage. Mm-hmm. That was the centerpiece. I was yeah. like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> then she comes out with the coup de gras, which is brajoule. Yeah. Which you've heard in The Sopranos. It's always, it's, always, it's always referenced to their penis because it's just a rolled piece of meat. Yeah. But when cooked properly. With toothpicks. Yeah. When cooked properly, it literally just pulls apart. It's yeah. beef and it just pulls apart. And that alone. And then we start getting into the, we had gnocchi and we had spaghetti and there was salads Spaghet- and there was caprese salads. And the, I mean, this thing, by the time I was done eating, it was more than I've ever eaten on a Thanksgiving. And when we were driving home that fucking 12 hours, I was like, I would do that every year. Yeah. I would never go back. If I was, if I was given the, op- now in retrospect, I would just my idea was like, all right, you don't do Italian every year for Thanksgiving, but what you can do is it mix it up to your barbecue <laughs> point. Yeah. So like for Thanksgiving, one, accept the fact that we call this Thanksgiving and we cook foods, like you said, to kind of capture that sense of olden days. Yeah. Well, you need a but, cute photo for your Pinterest page. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, if you're like trying to tie this into Thanksgiving, I can promise you... Mm promise you there was no potato salad <laughs> at the, the original Thanksgiving Day meal. No, there was most likely... It uh, was venison. There was most, yeah, corn. Was, there was most likely deer ribs. It was <laughs> it was venison, corn, probably some, like, stray pickle. <laughs> Something. Do you know, like, I mean, like, if the average... Raw potato. Yeah, raw. Yeah, raw. <laughs> just raw. Just crunchy. Just raw potatoes. Crunchy ass that have been quartered, a two-day-old bread, salted. a little bit of maggot in there, which actually everyone's really happy about. Like it's like one of those weird things where like, hey, there's maggots in the bread. Jolly O! <laughs> that means it's good. That means it's good. Extra protein, but well, like it wouldn't. In you wouldn't see that meal. So yeah. after having that Italian, and much to your point with the barbecue, I had totally, and it's something that's kind of floundered on the vine because you just lose interest over time but I was like every Thanksgiving or at least some of them we should just do some weird shit like you should just we do Thanksgiving and it's Indian yeah samosas and curries and that would be great and the next year uh, it's Jamaican yeah because we're not really trying to celebrate the annihilation of an entire population of people Uh, we're just doing uh, tonight is jerk chicken got a lot of pineapple we don't really know a lot about Jamaican culture (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
Ooh, a Hawaiian feast. Oh, just ham and pineapple. Dude, and just roasted suckling pig and pineapple yeah. and mm. that green and spam. See, see, oh. And I remember in high school, some very Definitely good friends of mine. Definitely have spam in Australia. These guys were really good friends of mine. We went to church together and high school together. And they came back from their grandfather's in Alabama. And he had smoked two whole turkeys. Oh. Smoked them for like a day. Yeah. And they came back with just... Ten like gallon sized Ziploc bags full of smoked turkey meat, and I was on like some rant about just bitching about how shitty Thanksgiving turkey is because every there it's always dry, it's always just bleh. Mm-hmm. and they're like try this, mm-hmm. and you couldn't even tell if it was originally dark meat or light meat. There's no there was no way to know yeah. because of the cooking the smoke process, and it, cold out of the refrigerator in a Ziploc bag. I was like holy shit. Like, yeah, that's why we go to his house. I, and you've had deep fried turkey, yes? I mean, my dad did a fried turkey a couple times, I think. When done correctly? <clears throat> yeah. I, I That's that kind of the ruiner for me. Because when you're a kid, you don't have any, there, there's nothing to gauge. Yeah. You only think like, well, turkey just sucks. Unless it's a store-bought turkey. That was always, when I was a kid. It's de- if it's cold deli well, meat yeah. that's sliced well, razor thin, it's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> I had a jalapeno, I'm in heaven. Yeah. But like... I just thought, like, well, I guess when it's this a quarter inch thick and it has do. that fuzzy texture on top of it because it's been cut against the grain and it's just drier than a fart. <laughs> Not into that. That's just kind of what we did. Like, that's why so, you need the cranberry well, sauce well, that, to exactly. reintroduce moisture to this was, bird. You kind of shit on it earlier, but one of my favorite things, if I have a favorite thing about the traditional Thanksgiving, is that I like the stuffing. I like dressing. However, that being said. When we've had it in our family, it's never shoved up the turkey's ass. It's always put into like a pan and then cooked drier than a fart. (laughs) And when I say like, I've had great stuffing. Yeah. And sadly, I've had better stuffing out of a stovetop box. Probably, Than I've had some from others Mm. that may or may not be hurt if they heard that. (laughs) But the thing is like, well, everyone's solution is, well, just drown it in gravy. I'm like, I don't fucking want to do that. Yeah. Why would you say, like, this is drier than shit? Why would I eat this? Well, don't worry about it. Just put a bunch of fucking gravy on it, bro. This filet mignon sucks. <laughs> we'll just dump A1 on top of it. Like, no, make a good filet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, just do it better. Do what the president does. Drown it in ketchup. <laughs> Yeah. No, I want just good meat instead. Yeah, it's just would, ever no since, good. Ever since I had, it was William and Thomas, ever since I had their grandfather smoke turkey, I was like, that's what you do for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You smoke a whole bird. Fuck, you smoke two whole birds mm-hmm. and you do barbecue sides. You do collards. You do green beans. You do mac and cheese if you want that. You do this. You stick with the sweet potato shit. You, you stick with what's basic, but you do it in that way that barbecue restaurants do it. Put a little bit of that southern flair to it. Yeah, because... And you smoke the bird, and you do cranberry barbecue sauce, and you do ham for people that want the ham. Because think about it. While we're shitting on what we're calling the traditional, there are pockets of this country, and we'll go there again right now, the Cajun country. Yeah. They ain't eating dry-ass turkey stuffing. No. They're probably not eating turkey. No. They eating gator. They're eating gator. They eating gator. Got Put that gator in the ground. With the, the boudin. No, you know what the boudin, boudin is. Boudin is so good. Yeah. We cut all the boudin. Oh, at Le- I don't duck. know if they still do, but Leon's used to make a killer boudin. I never saw boudin on their rest, oh, on their menu. Oh, it was Interesting. Good. It had some heat to it. Mm. I mean, it, boudin is one of those things where even after you've seen it made, you're like, I don't care. 
I'm going to eat it. Yeah. But Cajuns don't. They're not doing that shit. They're eating whatever is. They're just feasting. Yeah. It's It's. Well, that's their every day. Every day is Thanksgiving to them. But. <laughs> <laughs> Much like every day is a vacation for Kramer on Seinfeld. Every day is Thanksgiving. Every day is a fantasy. Yeah. Every day is, a, is Thanksgiving Kramer's at fantasy Cajuns. camp? His whole life is fantasy camp. Now, I'll say this. As far as oven-cooked birds, my uh, my wife's dad does a good job. It's never dry. He's meticulous about it. Does he, like, inject the bird? No, but he, he he's meticulous about the process and the basting and, and retaining moisture mm. and cooking it and cooking it well. And he does the old-school method of cooking the dressing inside In the, bird. the bird. Yeah. Which I find repulsive, and I won't eat it. And that sagey flavor that all stuffings have is just a huge not into it. Mm. It's piney, like the thing. I love it. The, 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 the that pungy flavor that you dislike about IPAs is what I dislike about stuffing. It's hmm. just like it's it's like spicy bread. Mm. Not Does into it, it. Do you think it's? Let me ask you this: Is it more? The sage or more that it's been shoved up a turkey's ass? It's the sage. Okay. It's all flavor and nothing to do with prep or texture. Okay. I could eat mushy shit all day long. I love a good bread pudding. There's nothing mm. mushier than that. Love a bread pudding, which is funny you say that because at work today we were talking about stuffing and one of our guys that's in charge of uh, uh, production, he actually makes, he's in charge of making the pops. It was like, a good stuffing should have the texture and the feel of a bread pudding. It should be almost that runny. If it had the flavor of bread pudding, <laughs> I'd be all about it. <laughs> Hold on a second. Think about that. When I sit down to Thanksgiving, like we did Thanksgiving just with Kristen's parents last year. When I make my plate, I put the, I obviously grab some bird. I go for the dark meat. I put the canned cranberry gel because I'm not interested in the real shit. I'm, you like the can. Just the squeeze it out of a can like mm-hmm. dog food and slice it into mm-hmm. dollars. I'll mound that on top of the turkey. I don't like gravy. I'm not a brown gravy person, at least at Thanksgiving. That's crazy. I just, I'm not. Uh, Three tombstones in a week, but you don't like brown gravy. <laughs> I have a white trash palate. All right. But I, I Clearly. It, it's, it's elevated at times, but I'll put cranberry gel on top of that. I'll put a lot of sweet potatoes with the marshmallow fluff up against that. Some green beans and there's usually like a cornbread souffle at their house, and that's about it. Oh, I like cornbread souffle. I skip everything else. They do rutabagas and mashed potatoes, and all that's just carbs and filler. I want savory and sweet and, and flavors that work together. Mm-hmm. Sweet potato and turkey taste good together. Cranberry and turkey taste good together. I would wager if you made a bread pudding and drizzled it in sugary sweet shit, just like you would for a bread pudding dessert, it probably tastes amazing with turkey. So you're saying you would do a bread pudding with, like, French bread mm-hmm. and add cranberry and turkey? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You're, like, really into this fusion right now. You <laughs> Earlier off-pod, you mentioned... Don't make me sound like a douche. It's a good fusion. It's a good fusion? Well, it does make you sound like a douche, <laughs> because earlier you were like, I really well, want to make a cranberry chili. I want to make a turkey cranberry chili. Turkey cranberry chili. chili. And I think I could do it. I, I think you could, too, because the thing well. about a chili... Is you can throw some gator in there. I don't want to use the word hide because you're not trying to, Mm. but chili lends itself towards some kind of sweet aspect. People wouldn't expect it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of which, I won our neighborhood chili cook off. Oh, good. But I totally 
Republican. I gerrymandered the shit out of the voting system. <laughs> we had all my my mom, my brother, his friends, Leah's some of Leah's friends. I voted four or five times, <laughs> and they they go like so. The chilies were set up, and I had number six. It was actually great chili. I mean, I made it over all day. I tried a new recipe. When it was too spicy, I realized I needed to make a change, so I added cream cheese. Great. Have you ever heard any of Dave Stone's chili recipes? No, but let me finish my chili Anchovy story. is involved? No, 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 no. He, he'll take whole peppers and roast them on the stovetop? That's top. cool. Yeah. This one, I, I found a new one that I just kind of added my own flair. I The recipe called for basically everything you would do with chili. You brown meat, onions, peppers, and then it said it called for dark beer and it preferen- it preference on Newcastle, which I stuck to because I like Newcastle. You add that and then you add all some uh, all your seasonings. Something to know about Newcastle. It's not a real brown ale. Well, it's not, but this recipe called for it, so I stuck with it. And I like Newcastle, so it was really good. It's it, a blonde ale with food coloring <laughs> sure. in it is basically what but it is. But I'm not here to get into that. No. But it was really good. It was just I had really overspiced it. It was very spicy, which I like. I was happy with it. But I was like, I live with geriatrics. And I was trying to actually win. Yeah. And so he was like, it's very spicy. So I was like, cream cheese. It just kind of hit me. That'll mm-hmm. balance it out. So I went and got some Philadelphia cream cheese, a whole pack, threw it in there. It actually was really good because it changed. Everyone's chili was the same color. And yeah. mine had this kind of like an off Instead of being that dark kidney bean red, yeah, it was like a, this one had a creamy... It was like a sunshine orange. Yeah. Like a sunburst orange. Yeah. It it's was like really, between really... the red and the yellow. Yeah. It was really, really good. And I know it wasn't... When I saw all the votes, I know other people did act... I might have won even without gerrymandering the vote. But, um, yeah. So my chili was number six. <laughs> when they counted the votes, they like, who's number six? And this lady that lives up the street raised her hand, and I go like, nah, dog. I, I, I had been drinking for most of the day. <laughs> and I was like, no fucking way. I didn't nope, say that. I was nope, like, oh, fuck that bitch. I was like, I don't think fuck, I, I... Fuck that old bitch. <laughs> fuck her. It's my... Fuck you. It's mine. Put your fucking hand down. <laughs> the irony there is Leah won't let you take a photo of a celebrity, but she's going, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. It's his. She's not embarrassed by that. So, you know, I felt, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm number six. Like, not trying to make a scene because I really don't give a shit. I want you to notice that the crock pot it's sitting in has Martin inscribed (laughs) on the outside. I'm pretty sure that's my fucking last name. But I knew. Fucking lion whore. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, bitch. Sound familiar, Sean? Uh, But I was talking, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that's mine. And of course, now they're like, Looking at him, like, yeah, I guess six is yours. And she looked really excited when she raised her hand. But I, I saw, oh, I was like, shit, there's actually prizes. Yeah. I saw there's a bag. I was like, I don't know what's in that, but I want it. Damn sure not letting this old bag control get. control car in that bag. Yeah. I want to win this. So they corrected it and gave me the bag. And all it really was was like. Fix a dent? No, it was, uh, <laughs> it was like four pretty decent, uh, you know, wine glasses. Really cool cooking utensils, though. We got some great new, like, spatulas and mini whisk. There's a big whisk and a mini whisk. I've already used that mini whisk so many times. Like, <laughs> it was worth it to tell that old bitch, no, 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 no. I'm number six. I I, yeah. I rigged this system already. I'm not having—I'm not—I stole this 
I'm not going to have it stolen away. I've already stolen this election. It's not going to be stolen from me. <laughs> I realize you I've put gone, the gift I've bag I've doubled together. down on Republican here. Yeah. Okay, I'm. this is me. I win. Yeah, I've I suppressed win. the vote and gerrymandered the vote. <laughs> I've done all the vote rigging I can do. I even had cream cheese so you fuckers weren't up all night <laughs> shitting your old pants and granny panties. So. I realized that you were in charge of the gift choosing, and so you're really upset that the mini whisk is going to me. <laughs> I know that my median, uh, my age is bringing up the median age quite a bit here. I know that I'm the outlier, but I refuse yeah. to let you steal my mini whisk. But uh, yeah, that was my chili cook-off story. I definitely, Lee was like, you didn't vote that, you didn't vote more than once, did you? He was like, no. <laughs> no. No. Not with my no, name. No, no, yeah, no, no. Mm. <laughs> I definitely voted at least three, maybe four times. <laughs> Just enough to push me over the top. Because it's just a chili cook-off between old people. And yeah. we do it every year. And I'll be honest with you, none of the chilies are that good. The last year I was like, mm. last year, I don't know what it was. I, I went down there. It was right after a big Georgia game. I think it was Georgia-Florida where we had just molly-whopped the shit out of them. And I was riding a great high. Mm. Like, like you know. From drugs? Yeah. Not like drugs, but like legal ones. Mm. And, of course, like emotional highs. And I went down there and went with my neighbor, and one of those chilies, I I don't think anyone was trying to murder us, <laughs> but I had eaten a bowl of, of a pretty okay chili, nothing great, and I tried number two, and about five minutes later, it w- I was yakking. Mm. There was a toilet down there, there's the bathroom in the clubhouse, and I was like wearing it out I mean all that chili came <laughs> right back up and I was like I don't know if someone's trying to kill anybody here but who <laughs> is someone's trying to thin the elderly herd uh, um, is the one of the ingredients in number two uh, antifreeze because <laughs> I'm getting a little bit I'm of tasting a, formaldehyde yeah I'm getting a little bit of like that waffle I don't know if you know that about antifreeze but when it burns like when when antifreeze hits an exhaust pipe it smells just like waffles so amazing. I don't know how to, I don't really lure outside you of, into your own death. It really will. Like that one lady that killed her husband over yeah. six months, giving him just a wee bit of antifreeze with every Gatorade. You never <laughs> knew it. When I make chili, I go real basic with it, real, real po white trash. I don't even use real peppers, it's just chili powder. Mm-hmm. I do onions, I do ground meat, I do an assortment of beans, and I just season it with salt and chili powder and cumin to, to taste. But what I, when I really go hard, I will add some jalapeno to give it a little bit of heat. But I don't like the texture of peppers in, when, in a chili, so I usually leave those out. But when I really want to impress somebody, like if we're having people over for chili, I'll make it at, at what I would call a mild, something that's palatable for children mm-hmm. in terms of heat. And we'll have jalapeno, pickled jalapenos on the side as an option if you want to add those in for heat. But I'll get out the griddle. And I will make cornbread pancakes. I'm out. You don't like cornbread? Nope. I love cornbread and chili. And I can't stand it. It's like, why would you? You're here for the chili. Mm. I don't need to take up a quarter of my stomach space with cornbread. (laughs) Well, what I do is I make a thin. No, I get it. Cornbread pancake. I see you're being creative. I put it on top of the chili in the bowl. Oh, so that's just it's like a pie crust. Yeah, you're bouge. It's like it's like a so good chili pot pie. It's no good. Yeah, but there's no there's no 
pot pie crust in there. It's just well, a thin just layer. Of- well, so let me preface: when we make pot pies here, we don't actually make a. We just we make the what you would put into like a pot pie, mm. and then we just cook biscuits and drop a biscuit on top. Because I don't like the standard flaky mm. pot pie. I like just to take a biscuit and drop it down into that mixture. Okay. This has been a real fat kid episode, by the way. Eh, not necessarily. There's we nothing. did get into the history of uh, Thanksgiving. And there's nothing fat kid about ass eating. Hmm? <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe there is. <laughs> per capita, how many, what's the ratio of those who love to eat ass, how many are slightly overweight? TBTO pod listeners, we're going to do a poll. <laughs> those of you in Australia, how often do you eat ass? Those of you in the uh, Americas, how often do you eat ass? I don't think. If don't we still think, have any Lebanese listeners, oh, you can just omit yourselves yeah, from this Don't poll. answer the question. <laughs> We don't want to know. You don't want to get Khashoggi'd. What are they, that, that journalist from Saudi Arabia? Oh, the president rolled down that. That's no big deal. Yeah. We're going to let that slide. Oh, man. I really, if it, we weren't so deep into this one, I have a lot to say about that moron right now, but we'll leave it alone. He's doing a great job. He's doing a I wonderful like America job. America has just gotten better and better. It's really gotten almost great again. I think two more years, well, six more years, yeah. and we'll get there. I nobody. Liked he did it. pardon the turkey today, so that's something. I saw online that he had been joking about. <laughs> he had been joking about overriding Obama's turkey pardons and killing those turkeys. <laughs> He'd been joking. Well, because he's undoing every executive order Obama did. Mm-hmm. The running joke was, "Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll unpardon more or less all the turkeys that Obama pardoned." I wish he had. <laughs> It's like, what a tool. The thing is, they would still like that. That his fifty percent, or whatever. Yeah. I think it's probably a solid thirty-five that just speaks real loud. But his, yeah, his base would just make T-shirts out of that. I I don't want to go in, into it, but my favorite little tidbit of news this week was the Ivanka Trump. <laughs> private, <laughs> that, was from t- that was from today. Private email. Yeah. Private Lock email her up. for <laughs> using her private email for government service. Business, it's like, yeah. yeah, government business. Like, oh, that sounds familiar. We should probably lock well, her up. Did you see when they, <laughs> when when pressed what her general response was? No, I didn't know that was illegal. <laughs> what? Where were you two? You're and like, I don't want to be that guy. Like, you stupid bitch. But that's the first thing that came to my yeah. mind. And it's not about it's not about women bashing. I was like. You lying, manipulative little cunt. That was you your knew whole damn well. campaign. And you said it. <laughs> she said it. Yeah. The two brothers said it. It was the rallying cry. Well, this is different because I haven't gotten anybody killed. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Well, <laughs> have you? We don't know. But I for thought- them to literally say, we didn't know that was not yeah. acceptable. You didn't know that the thing that you threatened to lie the Hillary one for thing, for years The one thing you heard when okay. people, the, the, you saw the, the, the Trumpers with those dump this bitch shirts for Hillary or yeah. lock her up chants. Yeah. They still do. Yeah. I wish Hillary, honestly, if I was Hillary, I'd go to some of these things. Yeah. These little, when he goes, lock me up. when he goes to West Virginia, <laughs> he always goes to the same places, yeah. Montana, yeah. West Virginia, Pennsylvania, these little pockets where he knows he's going Interesting, he doesn't never, go to his home state of New York. <laughs> never. Never. If he does, it's like Albany. Yeah. But just one time, I just wish she would just kind of like be in the audience and just kind of just be there like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> 
No, we did we did the investigations. I wasn't yeah. responsible for Benghazi, and I probably shouldn't have used my personal email. But hey, look at you, look yeah. at us now. If I, if I was her, I'd I'd like I'd I'd crash the stage with like a rinky dink pair of handcuffs from the dollar store <laughs> and just jingle them out. Topless. Like, I just walk. Here, lock me up. Lock me up. <laughs> You dumbass. Lock me up. You fucking moron. You can't even spell when you're running the country. I personally can't stand her. I've never had. I can't stand her either. But the thing is, like, I would just... You have to catfish the catfishes. Especially now that his fucking daughter (laughs) did exactly what they lashed out at her for two fucking years ago. The whole lock her up chant stems from the fucking email. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, okay. That's all right. Well, well, moving on. We'll leave it there with Ivanka. My favorite article that stemmed from that was the Onion article where it said Secret Service relieved to find out Ivanka's laptop is only a pizza box with a mirror in it. (laughs) I missed that one. I'm surprised because I usually catch all those. It's great because you just see hands inside an empty pizza box with that greasy wax paper and a mirror taped on the on the lid. <laughs> the thing is, I would like give me Ivanka for president. Yeah, not like after his terms up, <laughs> but just like yeah. I don't know what the succession is. She works for him. So I guess if like 38 people in front of her die, we get Ivanka. And think about that. What a what an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll start a whole new, uh, what do they call that, you know, between the Bushes and the Clintons. We'll start a whole new political uh, deity, or not deity. Uh, dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah, like the new Kennedys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Trumps. First we got Donald, <sighs> then we got Ivanka, then we got Barron. As long as we don't get, oh, <laughs> Barron's probably the worst of all of them. But let's not bring a 12-year-old into this. Can't be any worse than that one special needs kid of his. What's Eric? Is it Eric? <laughs> not Don Jr. That yeah. guy's just a douchebag, but yeah. Eric. Eric. All the way SNL makes fun of the two <laughs> brothers. And I'm Eric. I like crayons. <laughs> oh, we know, buddy. We know. We know, buddy. Just go draw. Just draw that. <laughs> While Don Jr. tries to do things. Dad, just, said, Dad said we should try and sweep this under the rug. No, he didn't, bud. I, no, he didn't. I think my favorite Trump is the, Tiffany, the one he doesn't even think of, yeah. remember that is his daughter. <laughs> she, my she, favorite Trump is Ivana, the ooh. one. <laughs> I am first lady. <laughs> Melania says she was first lady, but I am first lady. I'm first Trump wife. <laughs> oh, Melania. She laughs like a villain. I think I just want to. I think for Christmas, I'm going to get that Melania photo on Trump's old plane before mm. pre-presidency where she's wearing a thong and pointing the pistol. She's mm. got, you've seen this? She's got glasses oh, and yeah. she's wearing thongs. She's pointing the gun. I'm just going to have that. I'm going to have you at the shop make it like a a fairly decent size blow okay. up, frame it, and give it to my grandfather. Because <laughs> all he ever talks about is how he, she's classy. <laughs> And, 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 you know, Michelle Obama was just the worst. Yeah, showing her arms. Yeah. And, and that, trying to get... Basically, what he's kind of saying is just, well, we don't need to go there. <laughs> is that her the problem was wanna, that... Is that the one you want to go with? You just want to go with the thong? Like, because there's full nudes we could pick and well, choose from, Well, the thing is, too. it would probably not... It wouldn't go over well. But the thing is, he wouldn't throw it away. <laughs> Do you see my point? Like, he would frown on me saying, like, yeah, here's your classy first lady in a thong standing on a Trump plane pointing a gun, I guess, at the photographer. I don't know. 
Nothing quite says class <laughs> like a first lady in a thong with with uh, safety glasses and a handgun and boots. I see your point. Yeah, when but when he, Michelle Obama tried to you know make kids healthier with a meal plan for public schools and deigned to show her arms and shoulders and sleeveless dresses while black, that was that's the key. Disgusting. Yeah, that's I mean, I had to halt in the vomit. Yeah. But <laughs> when they uh, when this chain migration. <laughs> Slo- Slovenian whore, third wife, to- <laughs> who got in here on a special exemption visa that's used for geniuses. By the way, we only take yeah. like forty-seven people yeah. Yeah, with that the- particular visa program, and all of them are doctoral professors <laughs> or actors. But she gets topless and into a thong with boots and a handgun and <laughs> safety glasses. That is classic class. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. I think like if that's classy, would, then what Ted Kennedy did in the fucking river is a heroic. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. He would take it. Yeah. But or he 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 would be like this would be a very awkward moment. I would enjoy it from a laughter <laughs> standpoint. But he wouldn't throw it away. <laughs> It'd go up in the basement. It'd go somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. You know? The downstairs bathroom. Yeah. It would definitely have a place of honor. I'll put in the this house. up over the pool table in the garage. <laughs> Just so fucked up. Man. Oh, Melania. I am first lady. I am first lady. Did you, I saw a great one. We were watching SNL this past Saturday, and we could, I guess we need to wrap this up fairly soon, but yeah. I was watching SNL this past it's holiday Saturday. week. It's, it's a holiday it's week. It's a long one. Suck it up, people. <laughs> Suck it up or turn it off. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> but we had uh, we were watching SNL and I. It's really not a great show. It's the one thing I actually kind of agree with Donald on. They're not failing by any means, but there's certainly the comedy level isn't very good. Sure. But um, I do love Weekend Update with Colin yeah. and uh, Michael Che. Michael Che. I think they do a good job. They they really play off each other well. But they were discussing a little bit of the election, and he says. In an unprecedented move, there's been an entire district of Florida that elected an enti- with an entirety all candidates of LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It has to be true because when they report this stuff, they use a basis of fact to then tell the joke. Yeah. So there's somewhere in Florida where either it was a town or a district voted for the whatever candidates were running, two or three of them, all of them were LGBTQ community. I saw this. Uh, you did see this on SNL? He's mm-hmm. like, and now for more information on that, ask your grandfather about it at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yeah. Me and Leah just died laughing because I thought they were going to segue that into like having a guest come on mm. you know, one of the other cast members. But he was like, they enti- voted for the entirety of the LGBT community. And for more on this, ask your grandfather about it at Thanksgiving. <laughs> and that was the joke. I was yeah. like, that is such a well-written joke. Yeah. Jesus. Well, you alluded to it just now. We should wrap this one. Yeah. Call it. Call it. Episode 39. Usually when we get through these things, we have a title by now. (laughs) This one's just going to be Thanksgiving. Oh, God. (laughs) White man's greed. (laughs) Or, uh... Can't do that. What? (laughs) On the menu this year, your asshole. (laughs) Turkey with a side of asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Ass... Asshole with canned cranberries. A whole new meaning to stuffing. (laughs) Thanksgiving. Asshole and stuffing. (laughs) 
I think I'm the only person that thinks that's as funny as it really is. <laughs> I'll find a title when I listen to this six hour it's, long. It's fine. Anyways, WFUCK. Hey, listen. 7.5. Whether you're in America, whether you're in Australia, whether you're in France, I don't know. Happy Thanksgiving if you listen to this mess up to this point. Enjoy your imperialistic holiday, which is really just the opening act for Christmas, and we all fucking know it. It's Christmas light. It's, it's Christmas light. I, I it's, the, it's, the, <laughs> it's the Milwaukee's best yeah. of Christmas. I pointed this out to Christmas. You realize it's the same meal as you have at Christmas. You just don't have gifts to open. Yeah, which makes it shitty. <laughs> so... Sorry, Indians. And for this case, Aborigines, because I used you in a metaphor. <laughs> M&P will get it. Anyways, 97.5. <laughs> WM usually get the bang. The Here with the Golden Voice and the Laugh Man. We've got traffic <laughs> We've got sports with Skip Medaver. Skip Medaver. Stay tuned for a Hollywood report with non-listener Sean. <laughs> He's going to tell us all about Leo's new upcoming film. Until then, here's Daughtry <laughs> again. Not for real, made of film. <laughs> Wasted my time. Wasted my time. All right, folks, that was only a joke. Here, we're going to head out with Chevelle. <laughs> I don't know any Chevelle song. Hello. <laughs>